from Champaign, Illinois, this is the Jumping the Rail Podcast with your hosts, Mark Redmond and Mike Nartolinas. Episode 17 of the Jumping the Rail podcast is uh, a little tardy, but we are with you on Facebook Live. I am Mark Redman, joined by my tag team partner, the original drummer from Timbuk3, Mike Nargelinas. Narge, how's it going, buddy? Uh, pretty good, sir. How are you? Not too bad. We got a guest with us today, Narge, and it is our uh, our our listenership is going to hurt today because our primary listener is actually with us today, <laughs> and that is Mr. Dwayne Carter. Dwayne, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. How you guys doing? Well, not too bad. So, it's been about a week, but we didn't have a show last week, and I figured it was uh, kind of worth the time to talk a little bit about the big news story from last week, Narge, and uh, that is, of course, the passing of Scott Hall. Yeah, that... Nope, that was my phone. Oh. Uh, terribly unfortunate. I, uh, I'm i distracted by Marco and your shirt that you're wearing, which <laughs> is awesome. Uh, you got the uh, the old school Outsiders t-shirt on there with Scott and Kev. I bought this shirt like four years ago, and I have not worn it yet. This is the maiden wear of this shirt. so Not a bad choice for tonight. I thought not it was all. appropriate. I, uh, you know, being a wrestling fan is complicated because we're one of the few groups where it seems like we're always – having to deal with somebody who's passes away and the thing that we love the most, you know, um, NFL, baseball, NBA, it doesn't seem like it's as much with professional wrestling. It's anywhere between 10 to 20 figures a year, almost that, yeah, you know. it seems that way. So, and Scott, somebody who kind of one of those feel good stories, you know, fell off the wagon years ago, diamond Dallas page, got him back up and running Got inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Had maybe one of the most famous speeches of all time. Yeah. Got inducted again last year. Mm-hmm. Featured on the new video game this year that was literally just released days before his passing. Um, the WWE 2K22's got an NWO edition. Right. You know, there is no NWO without Scott Hall. There, there's no a lot yeah. of things without Scott Hall. So. Yeah. Uh, this this one hurt. This one was tough for sure. Yep, yep. I mean, it's one of those things where ten years ago I would not have been surprised to hear that this happened. But credit to DDP, he extended Scott's life by longer than he had any business living. Truth be told. Yeah, no, for sure. And I mean, Diamond Dallas Page, credit out to him for all the guys he's helped. Look at Jake yeah. Roberts. I mean, my God, if anybody had ever watched. Um, Beyond the ring or beyond the mat. Beyond the mat. Uh, you wouldn't have thought Jake Roberts would have made it, you know, as, no. as far as he has. And I mean, he is. You'd have never known he went through any of that stuff just by looking at him now. Looks fantastic. Right. I mean, he's a part of the AEW roster. Yeah, he just looks like any ordinary sixty-some-year-old guy. You know, I'm and I'm kind of hoping this Scott Hall thing maybe is a wake-up call for some of the other guys. Somebody like Buff Bagwell, who just moved into the DDP yeah. house. Yeah. You know, he's kind of – Bagwell's kind of been one of those guys who 
rode a wave of popularity there late 90s early 2000s and mm-hmm. then kind of fell off and is it you know seems to be in trouble with the law more than anything right yeah so. his uh gigolo's gig kind of went away <laughs> he he did say he wanted to have a death match yeah I don't know if I, you, did we talk about that on here i think it got brought up we didn't really get yeah. into it too much I, but I, I, I say give it to him <laughs> yeah and did uh we i think you said that it should be nick gage or, oh, yeah, or maybe I think so i think no wait i think you said schlack Slack would be great. You know, I've, you know anybody. I, I've seen Effie do a death match. Effie right. and Buff Bagwell, I think, would be fun. What about the death match King Matt Cardona? Man, he's everywhere, isn't he? He yeah. is everywhere. He retained his belt this past weekend against uh, Aldis. Nick Aldis, one yeah. of your favorites. Yeah. And then I read today he's going to be wrestling for the Squared Circle Expo yeah, he's championship. In, he's in the main event of the wrestling show they're running at the uh, Expo in Indianapolis. Against Jake Oman. Yeah. Cardona's already got six belts. Yeah. I mean, he we, we really are approaching the Ultimo Dragon status. Here, yeah, we're getting so. there. <laughs> we need to have like a like a tally on the on our page. Oh yeah. Like a side by side. Mark, do you have a favorite Scott Hall moment? Uh moment, my favorite is it's gotta be when he showed up on Nitro that yeah. first time. What about you doing? Um, I would say when he won the uh, Intercontinental match, uh, WrestleMania with Shawn Michaels, the ladder match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. both awesome. I, 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 you know, and I'll, I'll tend to agree with you, Mark. I think him coming out on Nitro. I shared a, a meme or something the other day, and they're kind of comparing that to Cody. You know, but if we didn't have the internet, Scott comes out on Nitro, and you're like, I mean, I remember being a kid. It was yeah. what was it, ninety six? Twelve. Yeah. I was twelve years old, so I yeah, I was fourteen. In the room. So I wasn't much older. How old were you, Dwayne? <laughs> 1996, I was 25. 25. So this was in May of 96. So had you hit your... Uh, no, in May of 96, I would have been 24 because I didn't turn 25 until October. So you're twice my age then, Dwayne. And you were probably just as shocked as I was to see Razor Ramon come out, jump the guardrail. Right. And the way the announcer sold it. I mean, it was yeah. just, it was perfect. Shivani was, was masterful when he, when he came out. You know, Hall just was the epitome of cool. I, I watched a video the other day where they're throwing garbage in the ring. You've probably seen this one. He gets hit in the head with a cup of Coke and then slicks his hair back like Danny Zuko, like no problem. You know, I've been on a 97 Nitro binge the last few days, and I actually came, I actually watched that episode yesterday. <laughs> so I saw it just full, full on in the face. It was you And know, sold it like didn't nobody's flinch. business, yeah. Yeah, Scott Hall kind of reminded me of... um um. Tony Montana from the uh, movie Scarface. Oh, absolutely. I think that's where he got the accent from. Yeah, yeah, you know. Which he eventually lost as time went on. But well, that... he legally couldn't do it in WCW for fear of a lawsuit. Yeah. The the Razor Ramon character was just incredible. I, I like the Diamond Stud character myself that he did with DDP, yeah. you know. Um, what was your opinion of Big Scott Hall from the AWA? I didn't know enough about Big Scott Hall. What wasn't he Wolfman or Wolf some Starship Wolf? Well, he was in a tag team with Dan Spivey called American Starship back when he first broke in, and he was Starship Coyote. That's when he had the chest hair and the big uh, and the Tom mustache. Selleck mustache. And then when he went to the AWA team with Hennig, he still had the mustache, and he was like the big jacked up bodybuilder type. Yeah. Oh, I remember he. I mean, he was built. Dude was oh, built. Yeah. A couple of the listeners here, Mindy Elam. 
Welcome back to the show. She, uh, her, and Kyle Reed both uh, talk about the one-two-three kid match, which was another surprise. Oh, that was awesome! I remember you, you never know, saw the enhancement guys win on television. No, and that was as a kid. Again, another one of those. So there's another hall moment yeah. where you know fans are like, "Wow!" Is it safe to say maybe Scott Hall is one of the greatest wrestlers to never hold a world heavyweight championship? He's, if Piper's number one, Hall, I think, is number two. Why do yeah. you think Vince McMahon never put the world title on Scott Hall? I think it's because they thought he was unreliable with his substance abuse issues. I think so. I mean, he he was great in the ring. I don't know. If, I, and I don't want anybody to get upset. I don't know if he was as good as Brett or Sean from a technical standpoint. I think they were looking to get away from that big guy look. Because, again, Hall yeah. came in shortly after we just talked earlier, the steroid trial. He came, and Hall was still, he came in a little bit before. Well, okay. He showed up in 92, but they hadn't really pushed him as a baby face until after the steroid trial. You know, but if you think about it, there was no big jacked muscle guys getting... getting <laughs> Crush. Yeah, <laughs> crushing. He, you know, nobody's getting the title then. I mean, they put it on Nash eventually, yeah. but Nash wasn't even a big jacked... I mean, he was just big, tall. Right. Eventually, over time, Nash put Got, muscle yeah. in. The thing to remember about Hall is, I mean, he would hang out with Nash and everything. He was 6'7", 290, I think. So he was a big bastard, but... Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You put him in there with uh, team up with Nash, and he seemed like a junior heavyweight. Keith Gibson says, oh, uh, "I got to keep passing it." <laughs> uh, we are passing a bottle around the table to get Dwayne situated here. Uh, <laughs> Keith, hey, this this time it's not Terramana tonight. It is John Rich's own Redneck Riviera whiskey, which is honestly the best tasting yet cheap whiskey i've ever had every time mark drinks this he busts out into save a horse ride a cowboy i've oh, heard God. it so give us a couple more rounds and uh-huh. then, uh... can't afford the rights to it if i sing it it's uh what do they call that it's uh Amandola. it's lampooning it's cartooning parody. I, thought it's you were parody. Say, I thought you were gonna say it was la mandola <laughs> that's actually a, that's actually a good song by the way Save a horse ride a cowboy? Yeah, that's a good I, song. Okay. I will have to agree to disagree with you, sir. We're going to have to hear Dwayne karaoke that one night. Yeah. So, I, don't, I don't know about all that. <laughs> so, Nards, I'm gonna, so we talked about favorite Scott Hall moments. What was your favorite Scott Hall feud that he was in? I liked, uh, uh, to be honest, he's had so many. The one I enjoyed the most, I think, was the one between him and Larry Zabisco. Damn it, you took yeah, my... Yeah, I did. I enjoyed it. It was so great to see... Larry get back in the ring, yeah. and Scott made him look like a million bucks. I mean, Larry was past his prime at that point, but that that's yeah. one I remember quite a bit. I mean, everybody's going to say Sean, and they're going to say, you know, I mean, there were some good ones, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, Zabisco, that one was my favorite, because also because that one went about a year before they even touched in the ring. Well, it was, and it, Larry was just so great on the mic. He had the biggest issue with them, you know, where... Shivani and Heenan were scared, you know. But yeah. but Larry always he was just was, annoyed. Yeah, Larry was more annoyed than anything and was always quick to take shots at them. So you knew at some point it was going to happen. I just remember him calling them the New World Odor. The New World Odor, yep. I got to meet Larry a few years ago at WrestleMania. We talked, WrestleMania 32. And Rachel was like, who's that old guy? And I'm like, yeah, Rachel, come on. You know, because he's a legend. He, I mean, he was the living legend. The cigar store Indian is uh... <laughs> Keith. What are you drinking on? Keith said Crown Peach and Tea. We're kind of bouncing around here. I, you know, I mean, I hate to say it, but in, I mean, Scott Hall. We are having drinks for Scott Hall. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm actually. I don't think that's tea. in bad taste. I think Scott Hall would, you know, he'd say and have another one. So, yeah, one more. 
for the good guys. <laughs> yeah, I right. thought it was a bad guy. It depended. When he was doing the survey, it was the good guys yep. in the NWO. Have you ever seen, Dwayne, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Did you know that Scott Hall was in ECW for a minute? No, I didn't know that. He was. He came out to the Fugees. Um, ready or not. Ready or not. And the place went ballistic. Look it up. We'll have to put it on the page. Literally as a surprise. Came out. I think he ended up working just incredible yeah. that night. It was a, because you can find the video. There's no commentary or anything. It was a fan cam video, right? Uh, with I actually found just incredible posted an actual footage that they recorded. It was a dark match before their pay-per-view or something. So there is a quality recording out there. Of him and Justin Credible, who were real life friends. Justin Credible was part of the, the. He was like quick associate. Yeah, he was. He was like, yeah, <laughs> click click by association. In his Aldo that, Montoya yeah. days. <laughs> I didn't even know who Scott Hall was until uh, AEW, not AEW, um, AWA. Uh, you're getting all your vowels mixed up. Did you stuff. know Scott Hall killed a man once? Uh, didn't know that either. Did he just stand there and watch him die? I think it was. I think it was self defense. It was. It was. It was at a strip club. I think he was a bouncer, got into some sort of a scuffle of some kind. Uh, it was a kerfuffle. Of some we had sort. we had one of those happen in Champagne about yeah. twenty years ago, and he ended up shooting uh, shooting the guy. Either I think the oh. guy, it was the guy's gun. If yeah, I remember, he got right. the gun away. He from got him. the gun away from him, and it ended up going off in the tussle and killed him. And then he, I think, was it Mike Graham sent him away to get him out of Florida or something to get the heat off of him, and yeah. Keith so, says his favorite Scott Hall moment is the very first segment of Monday Night Raw with Vince McMahon, which is true. Scott Hall was the very first in-ring interview on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So. So, one thing we were talking about before we went on the air, Narge, was Dark Side of the Ring. Have they gone into Scott Hall on Dark Side of the Ring? Uh, No, I don't think they have. That would I, make an interesting episode. I'm sure it's coming, though. Yeah, you know, with him being alive... Um, they they don't tend to touch on the folks that are still around too right. much. Except so. for Jake, I think Jake, Jake might was be the one. Exception. But and it wasn't even him solo; it was his whole family. Yeah. So they went in with you know, Rock and, and Robin, and yeah, Sam Houston. So Sam Houston, are we gonna are we gonna throw the ten bells up? For I think Scott? we should. So yeah, Marco, if you want to do the honors, we're gonna salute the the bad guy one more time. Hey yo! Oh, hang on a minute. Then if we're gonna do a salute, we gotta oh. do it the right way. Gotta have the old whiskey ready to go. All right, here you go. Thanks for indulging us a little bit with our uh, our tribute. So we're going to move on to some uh, stuff that happened over the weekend. And Narge, we had the uh, NWA Crockett Cup again uh, on Saturday and Sunday, and I think we were both pleased with the uh, with the outcome. Yeah, that was it. Was a good show. I yeah. I missed it Saturday. You watched. It. I, I watched both nights. Yeah, I got on Sunday just in time and watched pretty much the whole show. Um, I love seeing the Briscoes out there. They're fun. I. I'm late to the Briscoe party, <laughs> so to say. Yep. GCW kind of got me into him. I know you've been a Briscoe guy for a while. Oh, yeah, for a long time. So, but no, I, I, I enjoyed it. 
Yeah, and along with the tournament, we got some good matches on uh, on night two. We had the uh, Crimson Jax Dane match and the little swerve at the end, where uh, Jax Dane walked away with the uh, national heavyweight championship. I think so. I can't keep all their titles uh, straight, but, but they yeah, they had a lot of belts defended. I so guess they... Jax had a like a title shot and it's like a, almost like a money in the bank in his pocket, and he lost his match to Crimson for the title, then beat the piss out of him and <laughs> then he grabbed the referee there shall be no in. piss beating so he got a he got another title shot right after and pinned him you know? i think it's the only match that i missed i saw the beginning and then my children were doing something i got distracted right, right. so so he basically so he lost and then got another shot yeah he just cashed in this title shot right after he after he put a pound in on crimson why has wwe never done that that's a great idea hmm i wonder if maybe at some point tonight we'll discuss better ideas for wwe <laughs> Yeah, speaking, <laughs> speaking of which, this is the last time we get homework. By the yeah, way, we really oh, had to I put some thought. Hey, into you this. know what? You know what? You want to keep it fresh and exciting. You want people to know that you're complaining about a bad thing that WWE does. I think it's only fair that you prove you can do better, and I think it'll be fun to hear. All right. Well, we're not there yet. Not so. yet. <laughs> They're still writing notes. Uh, con- congratulations, also a homicide first uh, junior heavyweight champion in the. Uh, since they relaunched that title over the weekend. That was a fun match. That's some good yeah. talent in there. Oh, man, it was Homicide, Colby, Carino, Austin Aries, and uh, Darius Lockhart, who I'm not real familiar with. I I see him mentioned quite a bit on the internet, and I know a lot of the guys that we enjoy watching are fans of his. I know less about him than the other three. Right. So I know Colby and Aries there had a scary spot with Colby yeah. giving him the uh, the tombstone. Uh, seemed to be all right. Yeah, it looked like he, I like I told you we were messaging back and forth. I thought he got his bell rung. Yeah, and I think you know, and I'm not sure. I didn't see anything. I think he just did a good sell job. I know Colby was selling it on Twitter mm-hmm. the next day. He said he was getting a lot of kudos for it because obviously a lot of folks nobody likes Aries. Nobody likes Austin Aries. <laughs> he's he's part of that control a, your narrative. He's a bit of a pariah in a lot of circles. Weird group. And still that, a hell of a worker though. Oh yeah, I mean he's always been a hell of a hand. So. Yeah. He's one of those guys. I don't. He just keep your mouth shut. I don't know. You know, right. I get it, but sometimes the squeaky wheel is not the best idea. No, and that's the thing. This control your narrative thing. I think a lot of these guys don't understand what they're doing. They're going to become unwanted in many circles. I think. Yeah. EC three is. I don't. I don't know what's going on with him. He's, He's kind burning of burning every bridge he can see. It seems like. And. Braun, I think Braun could have called Tony Khan up and said, this is what I want, pay me, and he'd have done it. Right. But instead, he's, he's wrestling a- in a warehouse for 500 people mm-hmm. w- with some company that has the weirdest rules I've ever seen in my life, you know. Yeah. Hey, it looks like we may have a phone call, Marco. What do we got? Is that Kyle Reed? We got Kyle Reed. Kyle, can you hear us okay? The hell does he want? Yeah, hey, fellas. <laughs> hey, buddy, how's it going? Uh, I think up, we Kyle? had this guy on the show a couple weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah. Yep, yep. How you doing, Kyle? Three weeks ago. Four Three, weeks ago. Four weeks. Yeah, four. Like Kyle's itching to get back. Yeah. Right. He's been going to too many concerts lately. He's he's <laughs> our dentist stamp. He's like, <laughs> he's right. for a booking. Here I'm I booked. am. <laughs> so what's on your mind, Kyle? I was just going back to, I commented, but you didn't say anything about it, about Scott Hall. He's feeling he neglected. NWO. I did see that, uh, Kyle. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed over that. There's a lot going on there, but. You no, made it- it, it's fine. I was just going to try to catch on touch on that real fast yeah go for it i i uh i was listening to an interview with scott hall and kevin nash and they told how that all came about and literally 
Eric Bischoff was the only one that knew that he was going to come down to the ring. Bischoff told people just to not mess with anybody that came into the ring. And then he walked out. So all of that was natural that was in the ring. They had no idea what was going on. That's pretty – and that's the thing. That that wouldn't happen these days anymore. If, you know, because all of a sudden everybody's got to know. It's almost like, well, the ref needs to know, the announcer, the security guard. I think that's great. If that if that's really what went down and yeah. Bischoff said, hey, we got a surprise. You'll know what it is when it happens. Don't touch – you know, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, I again, that's one of those moments I'll never forget as long as I live as a wrestling fan – Seen Scott Hall come out in his Canadian tuxedo. He had the yeah. denim on denim. Yeah, no, no sleeves, though. No sleeves, though. Yeah. Guns. <laughs> That's a su- yeah, South, I was just, I was South just Canadian that tuxedo, you then. Said, uh, referees <laughs> or we call it Detroit. So good. But oh, it they was were. I think, and I think it was Pee Wee that was in the ring at that point. It was uh, probably, yeah. It was Pee Wee Anderson. It Mike was Enos. Mike Enos. And I can't remember who he was wrestling. I can't remember because Mike Enos was kind of like. Yeah. yeah, he had the, the chaps on. Yeah, you know, they just Pee-wee walked out of the ring. Pee Wee did his cell with the the hands. Oh, Pee Wee, Randy, so Randy, don't call me Pee Wee Anderson. That's, that's right, that's the one. Yeah, Dwayne, those guys. I mean, WCW had a good referee crew back then. They really but. did. And I guess WWF at the time, right? Is still WWF. Yeah. Um, they started suing right away Scott Hall because he said, "Hey, yo," as his first thing. Using his Razor yeah. Ramon entrance, yeah, talking I, to people. I know after that first couple of weeks, they got a cease and desist on using the accent and all that kind of stuff. So, quick, bit might of, as well uh, taking the toothpick out of his mouth too. Right. Quick bit of trivia. Anybody listening know the answer to this one? WWF was forced to change its name to WWE for a specific reason, and they did so. Who knows what the reason was? Who knows know. what the impetus was? Beside the people at this table. Well, <laughs> well type, I know type the it. answer, but I want somebody else to answer. So so do we. So, so we'll wait and we'll watch the stream there and see if anybody has the answer for us. So talking about how Bischoff was the only one that knew about Hall, it kind of reminds me of when Hogan turned and joined the NWO because he had to actually stay at Kevin Sullivan's house to keep his hangers on from convincing him to not do it, which is just tickles me. Because everybody thought, because oh, everybody thought he was going to ruin his career if he turned heel and joined the NWO, so they sent him to Kevin Sullivan's house <laughs> to hide him from his lawyers and his friends and his Boy, family. Boosted his career by a long shot. Speaking of the NWO, who was actually the leader? Was it Hogan or Bischoff? Hall. <laughs> okay, it wasn't Hall. But... It was Hogan. <laughs> Hogan was the was the face. I think it was. I think Bischoff was the leader because. Bish- Storyline: Bischoff was the vice president of WCW, who started the NWO from like behind the behind the scenes. As usual, Mark's bias is showing. Um, Hulk, Hulk was clearly the muscle and the brains. Bischoff was just there as a figurehead, kind of like of our, our president currently. Um, you mean you mean he was standing? No, no, mean, pa- he I, was he was standing in for Macho Man. You mean? We have a Narge, we have a standing rule, no politics, just wrestling. Oh, I was trying to get Mark worked up. Future t shirt. <laughs> Jumping the reel. We got some nifty t shirt ideas coming to some point. We'll yeah, have to get those out there. Mindy Elam guessed World Wildlife Foundation, which is close but no cigar. Not quite. Moving just... on. <laughs> All right. So Kyle, I'm gonna ask you, because we went around the horn here, what was your favorite feud that Scott had? 
either WWF or WCW? My favorite feud was uh, probably when he his feud with Shawn Michaels, but my favorite of his is when he put over the one, two, three kid. The by far the best moment, yeah. I think, to booster the one, two, three kid, Sean Walton. Oh, yeah, that, that was awesome. That's what led to him being a babyface. Yeah, they ended up teaming right. up together and then uh, kind of were working a thing with what? Ted DiBiase, DiBiase there for a while. So <laughs> DiBiase tried to get him to be his domestic and work in his work for him. Well, and uh, another bit of trivia, Ted DiBiase's last in-ring competitor, I don't know if ever, but in WWE, WWF was Razor Ramon. It was in WWF because he went and teamed with Hanson for a bit in Japan before he? he got hurt. Yeah. So Wait, but- Hanson wrestle? Stan Hansen. Oh, I was going to say, which not, one of them is the better wrestler? <laughs> oh, the drummer. They're going to mbop you over the head. <laughs> Dwayne Hansen was a pop group from the 90s. We know you don't understand this because it was after 91. <laughs> Dwayne skipped those and had two 80s. I know who Hansen is. Come on now. <laughs> For those that don't know, we like to mess with Dwayne. Dwayne's a great guy and a great sport. But yeah, he, uh, we're surprised he knows anything about wrestling after 92. I know more than you do. Everybody knows more than I do. <laughs> All right. This is nice. This is, Kyle, did this. you get a chance to watch any of the NWA pay-per-view this weekend? I wish I did, but I was so busy. It's ridiculous. What did you do Friday? <laughs> well, Friday, I went and had a great time with you guys at the uh, concert. We, we dumb like that sometimes. Yeah. We're actually. Yeah, I love, of- I love that partaking in the uh, bottle of whiskey that was the road soda on friday yeah the <laughs> by the way i've soda. been passing off his music to everybody that i've talked to that knows country, likes country music talk so. about john wolf <laughs> yeah nice nice yeah give him a give him a cheap plug on here even though probably most of our listeners don't really know who he is so well that's why you give him a cheap plug that's, that's right. why they might hear him that's good right. business john wolf texas country really good at it that's on his business card, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Well, he's, actually, on his business card is probably his song "It Feels Good, Don't It," and his business card could be used for other people's industries too. Right? That's what she good, said. Isn't that Tony, Tony, Tony? <laughs> so, one thing we're going to get into, Kyle. Is, I know you didn't watch the show, but I think you can you can throw in your opinion on this. Is the main event of the Crockett Cup? Uh, Cardona and Aldis. Jeff Jarrett was the referee. There was a bit of dusty booking at the end, which. You know, you can't have an NWA world title match without a dusty finish on a pay-per-view. When I told Rachel, I said, I said, Jarrett's going to get involved somehow. I, I almost smelled a Jarrett heel turn because he's I was, better I was, as a heel. I was hoping it wasn't going to happen. It was so predictable if he would have just kabonged all this. And that's what I thought was coming. And maybe we'd get Jarrett and all this. Tim Storm was involved. And then, there, so there's a lot going there's on there. moving parts. Um, the, the ending, I was confused. I'm like, oh, DQ. And then I was like. Oh, he's confused. He thinks one lady's right. the other lady. You know, like that made me wonder because in TNA they had when they had the NWA title, they had a the rule where if you if the champion got DQ'd, he'd lose the title. Yeah, which makes me wonder if they're still using that rule now. I I don't think they think that far back to to do that, which is the only reason I can think that they would have DQ'd all this and not Cardona. Right, Cardona's just so great. I oh, think yeah. I think he's the best guy for the belt. He's a heat machine. Mur- Murdoch has no business having the title. I, I listened to his little promo beforehand. and a little salty. Nah, move him down. Get him with somebody else. I, there's some guys hanging around that company that I don't. 
Excuse me. Him, the Pope. Yeah. A couple of drinks. Tequila Nards. You don't like the Pope? There's whiskey nah. Nards tonight. Whiskey Nards today. The, the Pope, I don't care for him either. Yeah, make I, sure you say right. The Pope. The Pope. Uh, Cardona. Is that, he a member of the Bears? No. No. He's a member of being fired from WWE at one point. Uh, I remember the Pope when he was in uh, TNA. Yeah. He started, he was in WWE with Sylvester Turkai. Right. Elijah Burke. Yeah, Elijah Burke. Then then he was in TNA, right? Right. As the Pope. That's where he started the Pope gimmick. Uh, I forget who. D'Angelo. D'Angelo De Niro. De Niro. That's what I thought, yeah. They called him a street creature from Harlem, New York. So he was literally money. Yeah. Nice. And then he, I guess he copyrighted the Pope is his name, and that's what he's been using since then. But, but obviously, so NWA, that we're working towards Aldis and Mickey against Chelsea, and yeah, that it, seems to, that's the only thing I don't care for. It seems to be all these companies want uh, Matt and Chelsea to team against their their power couple, their power couple. You know, they did the, or their bussy. the bussy, and you know, uh, so bussy. I mean, what's next? <laughs> that name's ridiculous. You know when do, when do they go over to Impact and do Canalis and uh, and Bennett and Bennett? So yeah, that or uh, Jordan and Gresham. Yeah, that's true. Uh, overall, it was a good show, though. Yeah. Um, I think we agree on one thing. What's that? That Velvet Sky <laughs> needs to leave the announce desk. Yeah, God bless her. She's trying, but she's. I think she's trying too hard to be David Crockett at this <laughs> point. My so my wife was watching. She has no idea who that is. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. So I explained a couple things to her. Number one, I said, well, that's Bully Ray's ex. And then I explained, release the pigeons. So that was... No, no, let the pigeons loose. (laughs) Whatever. I said, Taz used to really get excited about this. And Rachel was like, look at those trailer trash highlights in her hair. And she's like, why does she keep talking and interrupting those guys? I said, yes, Rachel, that's the problem. Now, I'm trying to tow uh, a... A neutral bent here because we actually have an announcement that we can make about a future show that we'll get to here in a bit. Well, that's right. I'm going to blow it. I'm going to blow <laughs> it. That guy's going to be like, I'm not doing right. that. So should I just announce it now? You might as well cup? before I say too much. All right. So we've uh, we've already announced in April we got Ninja Mac and Gringo Loco coming in to talk with us, which we're very excited about. Yes, though, two of my favorites yeah. right now. And we're working on, well, working on, we got confirmed a couple of uh, guests for May on May 3rd, we will have uh, Joe Galley, who is actually the play-by-play voice of the NWA. Who does a fantastic in. job oh, with great. Tim Storm. Yeah. I got no problem with either great. of them. San Antonio guy. You know, go Spurs. And uh, then I'm tickled about the the other one. The next episode after, which is on the 17th, we have a professional wrestling legend, folk hero. Uh, you might say a myth. We got Barry Horowitz calling in. Marcus patting himself on the back. I really so hard Horowitz. right now. Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. I'll wear my suspenders. Holy smokes. <laughs> get the mullet puffed out. That's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to that Barry one. Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. Who just main evented this weekend with Joey Janela on an independent. In, a, in essentially a hardcore fight. I watched Barry throw Janela down about 20 steps on a, a gymnasium. Yeah. So Barry might be the most recognized name that we've had so far booked on this show i think so i mean he you know i, mean, w- I, know. I think everybody knows I'll... Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> barry horowitz is bigger than fonzie come on now Fonz, no. yeah i mean well, fonzie's got a cult following fonzie i mean ecw fans love fonzie we all love fonzie but barry was in wwe he was in wcw he wrestled everybody. he was everywhere i mean he's 
maybe the king of the jobbers. King of the enhancement talent. King of the enhancement talent. Yeah, I was just thinking. He's right up there with Dwayne Gill. Let's not use the J word. I don't know if he's offended. And the Brooklyn Brawler. The Brawler, yeah. Iron Mike. I appreciate that, Keith. Iron Mike. Pistol Pez Watley, you know. Norman Smiley. Norman Smiley was not an enhancement talent, Dwayne. Shame on you. The Mulcahy's, right? Uh Mulkies. Mulkies. Uh oh. I think we found a button button topic for Mark and Dwayne. Norman Smiley, put some respect on The king of the big wiggle? Are you kidding? Don't make me stand up on this table and do the big wiggle right here. I'll do it. I used that to table will do the big crash. I used to bust that out at weddings when I <laughs> oh, yeah. was in high school. My dad would be like, go up there and do that big wiggle thing, and he'd get a kick out of it. Nice. Yeah, and, that was, uh, so that Mark, was kind of funny, actually. Marco probably is wondering, the big wiggle essentially looks like you're behind a lady, and... Ah, I got yeah, you. Right, riding a, uh, yeah. I'm going to see if I can find a video of it for I, I, Marco's I, I got It's up here. I'm got, I've got it now, and nobody you online can see it. You stand up and show you? To, uh, no, we're good, man. <laughs> unless unless it's going to be you and Dwayne, then I'm live well, videoing it and posting show, it. Show it. Yeah, Dwayne. I'll have you guys on the live feed. I can going, show you if you want to know. I mean, No, we're good, Dwayne, but thanks for the help. We'll save that offer for a giveaway. Yeah, 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 smacking that ass. Uh huh. I got it. I got it. The great Norman Smiley. But I think I told you when you told me. I think Barry Hort. That may be my favorite. It, that guy's got to have stories. Oh yeah. Because he's he's been on the side of counting the lights, so he's working with the biggest names. Right. So he's going to come in here. He's going to tell us who who some of the best were. Yeah. Plus, you know. The thing that I remember most about Barry is the feud he had with Candido. Yeah, I was just about, we were talking about Candido yeah. earlier. Yeah, he, yesterday I think was can, would have been Candido's 50th birthday. 50th birthday, yep. So what promotion is he with now? Uh, just working the Indies as far as I know. Horowitz, yeah. I don't even know how often he's working. Like I said, this Janela thing was with JCW. It was some random company, yeah. but. Well, Horowitz has been making the rounds like on the cons and the, the signings and everything yeah. like that. And I just came across him on facebook and i was like you know what i'm gonna give it a shot so i sent a message and he got back to me pretty quick it's pretty incredible and it, it really is it's an awesome, awesome it was grab. a slow thursday uh sunday oh Spe- it was a sunday well of course speaking of guest um john mayer who listens to the show listened to our last one with yeah. sam stackhouse thought it was awesome aren't you gonna go see him in april i am gonna i'm gonna see yeah the body is a wonderland fella that's the uh, guy. But the the unboxing YouTube gentleman, Jonathan Mayer. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Absolutely loved. Um, we got to get him a shirt. He's a wrestling t-shirt guy. He yeah. wears them everywhere. Yeah. Um, like us. Look, Outsiders. I got right, the right. House of Black on. Right. Dwayne with his nifty button-down shirt shirt. Look like, uh, look like Harvey that. Whippleman. I <laughs> if, am Captain America. If anybody asks, that is a Del Wilkes The Patriot yeah. shirt. That's it. Uh, Keith has a couple interesting things. Number one, he says, uh, that's uh, new. No. can you imagine the hits on social media with Narge doing the big wiggle? <laughs> so I just came up with a better idea. I'm going to I want everybody that follows us, listens to us and all that. Come to our Facebook page. Put a little 10 second TikTok thing yourselves up doing the big wiggle. We're going to have a big wiggle. We'll have a little contest. contest. But Narge and Mark also have to do it because they are actually familiar with it. Ugh. And they ought to be allowed to do you guys. No, and I'll if do. they do better than y'all. Nobody gets a prize. Hey, all I know is I'll do the big We'll wiggle. let Dwayne judge. Oh, hey, by the way, you said prize. We can finally get some business taken care of oh. here. Oh, yes, we can. All right. And while you're while you're pulling out the goodies to let Dwayne have at him, uh-huh. uh, Keith hey. also wants to know that the Godfather will be at Bricks and Ivy Sports on yes. April 17th. Yep, they got announced earlier this Hoop, week. Hoopstown, Illinois, home of the corn jerkers. Yeah. They've been, they've been, I'll tell you what, 
the, the Uber bills from uh, Willard Airport to Hoopson have been pretty heavy lately. With they all announced the show, people they got coming in. Godfather, and then for another Ari Lyman, who was the original Jason, jumped right, out of the yeah, lake at the Ari end Lyman, of the original yeah. Friday. 13th. I got a signed, uh, signed mask from him. Yeah. All right. Yep. So Dwayne, because you got a trivia question right four months ago, <laughs> it, was the, it was the one with. Uh, yeah. Fonzie. It, was, it was during the COVID. So it was Fonzie. You have won an Fonzie. You Fonzie. Fonzie. Yep. There's your whistle, brother. You've got an autographed Bill Alfonso whistle. That's when I we were suggest... JTRF. Now we're JTRE. But right, uh, so. don't open that because, <laughs> you know, it's worth something. But also, uh, we promised you this, a jumping the rail koozie. I got another one two-sided. It says support Look pro wrestling that. on one you side. You can put all your favorite cold drinks in there at your favorite local yeah. bar, except for that one at, bar we any, don't talk about. At every about. Hairbangers Ball show you go to. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> Speaking of Hairbangers we Ball, they're going to be yeah. in Bloomington, Illinois, April 8th, and I'll be there. Well, at least we all, all right. know where we won't be. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> April 8th, we actually don't have plans yet, do we? I don't know. Ah, we could probably figure something. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm April, working that weekend. April 2nd may get us all the way to April 8th on the same hey, that's, drunken night. That's true. Keith needs a jumping the rail shirt, and I am going to see Keith this next week, I think. So. Nice. If, you know what, Keith? I have one set aside for you because you were generous and let, gave us some Clubhouse some, Lounge some Clubhouse merch. Lounge stuff, which is great. So I got a I got a goodie bag for you. Soon, If Narge can get to my place sometime this week. Well, we might be able to hold it. Keith, Keith would like to come in the studio next show, and I'm pretty sure we have a guest. Uh, yeah, he'll, oh. that'll be the uh, Ninja Mac episode. Ninja Mac. That'll be great. Keith, that'd be a blast. That'd be great. Yes, your birthday is April 8th, Keith. But we'll still be drunk from Narja's birthday, April 2nd. Right. right. I want to touch, touch on this Big Wiggle thing again. <laughs> don't, uh, don't say touch uh-oh. and Big Wiggle in the same <laughs> sentence. Because Just don't touch the Big Wiggle. If, if, I, if, if Tony Storm can do it, then I can do it. So I think about starting an OnlyFans. I'm pretty sure Tony made about twenty grand yesterday on her debut. Right. Uh, so Marco, Tony Storm, I'm gonna sh- I'll show her to you here in a minute. Yep. Oh, it's a she. It's a she. She left okay. WWE. Was released. Oh, Gorgeous. Yep. Well, asked for her release. Yep. Started OnlyFans. Twenty dollars a person. Uh, about an hour in, it made ten grand. Whoa. I want. I've seen pictures on the Twitter, yeah. which you're not supposed to share from people's OnlyFans, but I saw it. You're also not supposed to have those pictures on Twitter. Well, a lot on Twitter you ain't supposed to have. But <laughs> right. Um, She's not showing anything you can't see on, you know, a Google search. Right so she's making right 20000 off, off not much. But I am a huge Tony. My wife's listening, but I'm a huge Tony Storm fan. She knows. That's Mike's that's Mike's lady. I'm going to show you a picture here. Uh, Mindy Elam wants to know where her shirt's at. Yep, I just replied on there. Mindy, my uh, I ordered the necessary shipping materials over the weekend, and they got arrived today. So I'll get all that stuff packed up, and we'll shoot it on the... Uh, and the Federal she looks Express. Like she fell right out of a 1988 fucking video, man. Nice. Oh yeah. Well, and that's just, she goes for the. Uh, she got kind of the rocker. Oh, the rocker with the with the with the tomboy look. Nice. So eventually, I'm gonna have. I told Narge the next uh, Narge Tastic Voyage video. We need to have Kyler sporting the jumping the rail T-shirt, and then we'll put it out there. If you uh, if you want one, then uh, that's why I enjoy it, Mark. Hit us up on the messenger <laughs> or on the, on the Facebook page or something. With your size, and we'll work out payment and info and all that stuff. And your size of shirt, folks. Shirt size, yes. Shirt size. Come on, Mark. It's uh. Have people on here. Yeah, I mean, it's a. For, <laughs> it's not going to be expensive like it is on pro wrestling tees where they charge like twenty five bucks. So we'll. Uh, Wait a minute. What? It's not. I thought they were going to be fifty dollars. No, no, fifteen. 
If we autograph them, they're oh, 50. Shit, I if they're autographed, they're 50. If Dwayne autographs oh. it, 120. I missed it, man. I, I put $50 everywhere. There's posters. I mean, no. no. I mean, Mindy I, Elam wants a Tequila Nard shirt. That's about the, the uh, 20th. Oh, no. We've we, gotten, are in, we've we are in the, the development <clears throat> phase. We're working on. Uh, I right think we got photo. a winning logo. Yeah, we have a pre-press picture we like, but we need to turn it into a high-res version, which we will. Yeah. Keith Gibson says he loves talking about size and big wiggles. Oh, wait a minute. No, he says he loves that the show was talking about size <laughs> and big wiggles. I thought it was you, Keith. <laughs> my, my brother is going to pop when he hears us talk about Norman Smiley, which is good because he got mad at us last time. Hey, you're, I didn't want to talk <laughs> I'm about I'm sorry, mad brother. at you. I want to talk about your brother. I almost wore my Vader shirt today out of spite. You know, my brother hasn't been that mad at me since the time I accidentally left a meatloaf CD in his car. You know what this is all about? He doesn't like meatloaf? Oh, no. You know what this is all about? Now, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. I used to respect your brother. (laughs) He has Now, I can understand not liking the last meatloaf album because that was garbage. But before that... Legendary. Uh, yeah, Meatloaf is a true legend in the music business. You, really, don't have, you don't have to sell me on Meatloaf. This really revolves around <laughs> the fact that Vader was on Boy Meets World, and your brother has a huge issue um, oh, with that Keith show. Oh, refill time. Hang on, i got to refill my liver. Ah, there we Doesn't go. he, Mark? What? Boy Meets World. Oh, brother he hates on, it. He hates uh, it. No, he actually, he's a big fan of Boy Meets World. He, he hates it. That had Topanga, man. Topanga was my high school... Like she, Paul was, she was a very, very cute girl. You want to bang a Topanga? Hey! Oh, hey. Dwayne's awake. Take the bottle away from him. <laughs> he's actually, had, he's have another drink, much. Dwayne. Start feeling your freedom, man. No, we appreciate that. John had a, a good opinion, and he thought that Andre should have been three through one on the heavyweight. He sent a very detailed email to our jumping the rail email account. I stand by my. It was TLDR for me. Too long to read. Too too long. Didn't read. I still stand by my original statement, and I agree with John's wonderful, intelligent brother who put Vader at number one. It may be the only time I agree sure, with I'm, him. I'm wonderful and intelligent now, but when I say Macho Man was wronged by Hulk Hogan, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> but hang on a minute. I do want to know, what does John think, Hulk Hogan or Macho Man? Oh, he agrees with me. Okay, he's totally wrong. Delusional. That's he the word I used. Now, now I, I asked him that. about this. He's, he loves Hulk Hogan. But, yeah, he, he says he did macho dirty. So, unlike you, he actually at least loves or respects Hogan. He just thinks Hogan did wrong. You just don't like Hogan. I'm not a fan of Hogan's work. I'm, I never met the man. I'm told he's a nice guy. I'm going to tell you right now, the best work he ever did was, her name was Brooke. Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Is that Bubba's wife? Bubba loves, loves Bubba Bunch. Loves Bunch. Hogan's on his third ex-wife right now. Yeah. Whatever. I bet he's been on a lot of more ex-wives than that. Well, yeah. Hey. <laughs> Hey, Hulkamania ran wild. Oh, literally. Hey, Thunder Lips the, the Magnificent. Is, is my iPad muted? Marco, I was going for a rim oh, shot there. It is. Yeah. It is. I was a huge Hulkamania. Now, now, I need you to repeat that right. word, Mark, because I want you to understand it's a that's rim shot. That's why Dwayne's on the show. It's not a rim shot. job. Okay, hang on a I second. I thought that's what he said. Go ahead, try it now. You and Keith excited. There you go. <laughs> Big Wiggles, rim shots. Keith's off, get, Keith's off getting more to drink. Yeah. Keith, bring me a beer, too. I need one. Oh, we're running low on the... I'll have to send Mark out. Cerveza. I drank all of this. Listen Ugh. to that. That's a wild sour. Is that, hey, is that in, a Riggs? In honor of next Saturday's WrestleMania main Triptic? event. It's a distill wild a distill, sour. Nah. But in honor of the man who's coming back, I'm going to mop the floor with Kevin Owens. You know what? Hey. We need to do that. We need to talk to Travis Quigg, who basically is Riggs beers like 
lone, lone spokesman in the entire planet. Get a sponsorship? We should get some Riggs beers in here to drink one night. Yeah, we'll talk about Riggs, Riggs beers. Riggs we'll beers. talk about Scotty Riggs. Scotty Riggs. <laughs> <laughs> what about John Riggs? He was a running back for the Washington Redskins. Riggins. Riggins. Oh, the Riggins. 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 Oh, sorry. I was so close. Man, shit Bobby about Riggs was yeah. the tennis player. That's him. Yep. I remember him. Bobby Riggs. Uh, right. He had a match with Billie, Billie Jean, Jean King. King. Yep. yep. Did he win or lose that one? He got he lost. thumped in that one. That's what I thought. He lost. Yeah. What about Billy Jean? Big Rig. It was billed yep. as the Battle of the Sexes. Yep. And it was not sexy. Here come Dwayne with his knowledge from pre pre nineteen ninety one knowledge. Dwayne has it. That was pre nineteen eighty one, so he gets it some was. points. It was. It's before I was born, Dwayne. Me too. <laughs> because we're we're young studs, right, Norris? That's right. <laughs> we're in a prime of our life. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey Dwayne, and, and, that bottle's not going to drink itself. We have yeah. jumped the rail again. Indeed. So I suppose it's the it's the right time we get into our homework. Make do Marco we, we want to do that or do we want to do our break first and then let's do, do our homework? Let's all do a the short way. break. All righty. Give me a so, chance to drain the lizard and then hey, we'll get to it. We're going to give you guys about five minutes of music while we take a break. Go check out back. that Tony Storm OnlyFans. Let me know yeah. what it's like. My wife won't let me subscribe. Just tell me. Tell me how it is. All right. Real <laughs> quick, come back. And if anybody here has a free OnlyFans uh, subscription with, you know, their name and password, email it to Narge. She'll Tony, never know who Tony Baby Storm. Lover 34 is. <laughs>
All right, we are back. Episode 17 continues after the break here. We got Dwayne sitting with us, uh, behaving himself generally right now. He got he got his prizes, and uh, I Thank hope you. he's and I hope he's got his notes because Marco, it's time to uh, put our money where our mouth is, as you. Uh, as That's you right. So, as everybody that listens here knows. Oh shit! Mark, damn. The cap is on. Oh, the no, cap was on. That was the, the whiskey was not hurt when not Marco injured. fumbled. Right. I think like you hell. play for the Cowboys while you're fumbling. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, I was, hey, I was reenacting a Tony Romo placehold. Okay. I heard the first time he tried to Fumble throw it to Aaron Andrews, it got intercepted. <laughs> and by a ref. Oh, there we go. Now we're now we're getting somewhere. Right. All right. So. So I think our uh, guests should go first, Marco. I, I we'll get there. Yeah. So just to get everybody caught up, because we might have a new listener one day. Um. So a couple weeks ago, about a month ago, actually, I issued a challenge because one thing that I hear all the time, and me being the guy that doesn't know shit about shit about this, thought, wait a minute, this seems to be a recurring theme. Narge has been disappointed in the WWE in general because of bad storylines. Bad creative, I think, is the correct wording. I think, I think lackluster is a better yeah, term. Yeah. It's just, he's like, yeah, this is kind of fucking predictable and boring. Keith Gibson would like the Zoom info one more time. He, I think Tell he wants him. to jump in. Tell him he just, the Zoom link's there, all he has to do. Uh, tell him scroll up there, Keith. Just scroll up. It's up there. Scroll up. It's in the chat. Just scroll up. Anyways, uh, and then Mark, I think, has tended to agree that they have been a little weak. I wouldn't say he's, you know, as uh, unhappy with it as Narge. I'm, Narge I'm, has almost jumped over to AEW because I'm of how more, bad he feels. I'm more used to the philosophy that they use, even though I don't agree with it. Okay. All right. And Dwayne is just here. So anyways... <laughs> About a month ago, I issued a challenge to these guys. Then we picked Dwayne up and said, you know what? You can come in, too. And if anybody's calling in tonight and wants to call in on the Zoom, which we did post, feel free to. I'll, uh, I'll unmute you when it's your turn type of thing. But uh, we want to hear your version of a good or what you consider would be a great storyline for the WWE. We don't expect you to do an entire six-month promotion every wrestling. Come up with something that you think would make people want to watch again because people are not watching as much as they should. And I think Mark was correct in this. I think Dwayne would like to hear from you You first, sir. Pull that mic up and give us your best uh, Little Red Riding Hood. Well, um, like I said earlier, I've been kind of bouncing back and forth on what I was going to say. And then I finally settled on something. You know, Triple H, he's been out of action for quite a while. Not because of an injury or anything, per se. But, you know, he's just been working behind the scenes with NXT. And uh, it came to light a few months ago about his health, you know, having heart problems and whatnot. And I'm thinking, hmm, there should be a way we can get Triple H back in the ring. And so I came up with an idea. I figure we could have Triple H come out on a, on a, Mon on a Monday Night Raw and talk about, you know, about how the doctors are saying he may or may not be able to wrestle again and whatnot. And, um, you know, uh, thanking the fans for all their support and whatnot. And then um, telling everybody he thinks he's got one more run left in him. You know, while he's doing that, Seth Rollins comes out and he's telling Triple H, you know, you think you got one more run left in you? And, you know, telling Triple H, you know, they say you used to be king of the, king of the kings and I think you're nothing but a king of the has-beens, so to speak. 
you know, and they banter back and forth, and then they have this major brawl, you know, and then it gets broken up. And then, like, the following week, you know, I have Triple H challenge Seth Rollins to a match at the next pay-per-view. And then after that, have Seth Rollins accept it, but puts this condition on it. It's his last match if he loses. Like, have his career on the line. Seth? Seth's career would be on the line or Triple H's? Triple H. Now, now let me – Triple H's was like some part of management, wasn't he? Is that right? Am I right? Yep. He's banging the boss's daughter. Actually, okay. he's married to the boss's oh, daughter. Sorry. Well, then, then he stopped banging her. But yeah, that's true. that said <laughs> – They've had their two um, kids. But, but that said, yeah. is he still – in charge of something, or is that the thing that like disappeared or got really weirded out he's recently? He's kind of. I don't think he's doing much mainly because you know he had his heart surgery and everything. And he's kind of been phased out. He's been of phased a out of the NXT making thing. role. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. so go ahead, go ahead. So, like I said, he challenges Seth Rollins to a match, and he puts uh, Seth Rollins accepts it, but he wants um, Triple H to put his career on the line, and so after that. Triple H says he'll do that. And then, next thing you know, Triple H says, I didn't tell you what kind of match. Hell in a cell. For people like me, what the fuck does that mean? Hell in a cell. <laughs> let, <laughs> Hell in a cell is a match where the structure is completely around the ring. A steel yeah. cage. Big yeah, cage. a steel cage. Big cage. But there's a top on cage it. Cage with a roof. Okay. That's all yeah. you need to know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's not like... There's that's not kind like of the flames. ultimate... That's kind of the ultimate end all for feuds in WWE. it's going to be hell in a cell, fucking, you know, let's go pyro, let's go Garth Brooks and kiss and put some fucking flames around the whole thing too. They've that way that. when they're when they're on the edge and they hit the cage, that's, it's hot as fuck and they get a, melted. And they get, I tried to do that get, in my you know, backyard wrestling company years ago when I started. I wanted to dig a hole and light a ring of fire around it. your house? No, this was my house. This was in uh, Georgetown. Illinois, his mama's so, house. You know. So basically, I'm just thinking this would be a way for Triple H, his his career to kind of, you know, wind down and, you know, you know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. What you guys think of that one? Critique, go. I don't, th- I don't think it's terrible, Dwayne, and I'm going I'm to elaborate on it a little bit because I'm going to go next. Kyle Reed thinks it sounds a little too familiar. Uh, I... I Go ahead. It probably happened in like 1994. You you say what you need to say, and then I will piggyback because I want to go next. It's, some of what I have to say does agree with Dwayne a little it, bit. It's a solid idea. My only my only issue with it is Triple H has done the career on the line thing a few times already with like Batista Mania a couple years ago. I mean, if you give me a healthy Triple H against a healthy Seth Rollins in a Hell in a Cell, I'm in. I mean, that would oh, yeah. it'd be great. So, like I said, it's a I mean, the only real roadblock is obviously Triple H's health, you know, whether he would actually be able to get back in the ring again. But pie in the sky, if everybody's healthy and everything's good, yeah, it's a winner. All right. I've got uh, both Keith and Menders here. Uh, First, I'll introduce Keith. Yeah, but let me go Keith, you there? Hey, yo. Hey, what's up, brother? How are you guys? Good. Survey we're good. says. We're good. Forgot, All right. I forgot we're, to hey yo the start of the show. <laughs> we're bringing I'm we're bringing you guys in real quick. We're gonna let Narge go next, but I want to bring in Menders next. Menders, you there for me? Menders, unmute her. She is unmuted. Earth to Menders. Menders. She's making an entrance. Menders. Turn off the vibrator. Turn on the mic. <laughs> Let's hear you. Turn up the volume. 
Oh, you want to hear the vibrator? Oh. No. Is that what it is? No. Oh. My wife's listening. All right. Well, we're trying to bring them All right. Narge, bring Narge. it, Narge. Go. All right. So, mine is not so much a storyline as it is an overall improvement process. Number one, we eliminate SmackDown and Raw. You have one company. Just one. One roster. You're talking so you're, big moves. So you're, you're going to need the brand extension, not the shows. No, no. We're, well, we can still have two shows. That's fine. Brand extension ends. Yeah. No more major league, minor league bullshit. Cut cut the fat out as long as there's not too much. I am I actually think you end NXT as well. You end NXT, get rid of it. Is that also a WWE property it's, then? Yeah, it's kind of the lower. It's, it's the, the developmental. System. So you, got, you've got, you have the main one. Then you have the secondary. Now you have the tertiary. Well, Raw and SmackDown no. are kind Raw of and Smackdown a, are like side by side. Yeah, they're a b. They're, they're the same. Okay, level. but the, but they they act as two companies with separate titles and separate. Right. Get rid of all that. Go back to the original. So go formula. unified. Yeah, go back to the original formula. I actually agree with that. Cut the rosters. Get rid I of agree. NXT. Bring up the guys on NXT that you see the most in. If there are more of them than some of the talent, the guys like r Truth, guys like I mean Dolph Ziggler, I'd be okay with cutting them. To be honest with you. Ooh, nice. um, a grittier presentation. It needs to go back to kind of raw as war war zone. Less CGI birds coming out of dude's feet. Less big fake bullshit on the screen. Oh, you don't like the graphics? No. Garbage. Are we, no. Garbage. Are we going for light tubes and blood? Nope. Not there. Okay. Not but there. yes, allow blood when it matters. So Dwayne's idea of a hell in the cell. That's a match where both those guys should be bleeding all over the place like crazy. I agree. Um. Number Third my, my 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 main idea here is ultimately the fans need to think that Vince McMahon is done. He is done. You bring in Triple H as literally the figurehead, not just on TV, the Internet, the journalist. You convince them that Hunter is making every single decision. I think that alone, people are going to be like, I'm going to give it more of a chance now. Vince says he comes out press release. I'm retired. Whether he does or not, he 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 won't retire till he dies. No. But you put out this press release, Vince McMahon. I'm too old. My health's declining. Yada yada yada. I am going to allow Hunter to take over the day to day. I got it. Creative. It ain't Hunter Biden. No. Okay. Hunter Just checking. Was Just checking. Interrupting me. Shut up. <laughs> so so I mean overall, what what you would essentially do is take it back to the Attitude Era with a different figurehead. It's not Vince anymore. Now it's Hunter, who maybe can't get his physical. Hunter can still cut a promo better than anybody in the company. Um, hell, if it's not Hunter, at what point do you move Randy Orton over into a role like that? Randy's still great in the ring, but one of the best minds, one of the best on the mic. Th that's my whole idea. It's not a storyline, but it's just a grittier presentation. You eliminate all the extra fluff. You get rid of the CGI. It's not Disney. I don't need to see Buzz and Woody out there. I want to see. That's so weird to talk about RK Bro. <laughs> yeah, I'd, ra I'd rather see Riddle and Orton beating the snot out of each other. And, you know, those are two guys. Put them in a cell at some point. That's what I do. I shake the whole thing up. And this sounds very WCW. We're going to restart. new, But you do it the right way. You literally erase the board, pull all the titles off everybody, and start fresh. Hell, hold a tournament like WrestleMania 4. And put a belt on a guy you don't expect. Put the belt on Riddle. Put the belt on... Hell, I don't know. Reggie. No, not Reggie. Stop. <laughs> uh, Ciampa. 
Trump was smaller than the other guys, but is he is he that gritty guy? Is he that Daniel Bryan that could get in there? I just I would tune in more. There's more of that. Again, the blood aspect is a big deal to me. Right. I know they think AEW overuses it. And I don't agree with that. And I don't agree with that. I think the last pay per view they had a perfect amount. We knew going in the that Punk that and MJF were going to bleed. Oh, yeah. and, and we knew Brian and Moxley were going to bleed. Yeah, the matches that needed the blood had the blood. Hangman and Page didn't bleed. They had a hell of a match, though. Mm-hmm. They literally had the best possible match they yeah. could have following matches that were just awesome. Right. So If they would have started with Kingston and Jericho bleeding buckets first, yeah. then I might put some credence to that. For me, I think the biggest thing with WWE is it's similar. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Dwayne's a Cowboys fan. Mark's a oh, Cowboys yeah. fan. I'm sorry. The second we think Jerry Jones isn't in charge anymore we're excited we're hopeful we're like oh my god like new blood is in the is something's in, about to change there's new blood in the water yeah and i think that's what wwe needs they need the older fans to think all right the old man's out now there could be something new right coming that that's no, so that's I, it for me I, that's it i, I don't want to go ahead i cut you off there buddy but uh, i agree with you 100 percent. and i think your your statement on just a press release of the the vision of Vince being out of there is a whole is a game changer in itself. Um, the the vision of everybody saying, "Okay, it's Triple H," is now look what he did in NXT. You know how he changed it, how he made that bigger. Uh, I think that's great. I think you're right on every single point there, um, except for maybe. Oh, there's well, a the butt. There is a butt. It's always a big butt. It's always a butt. Is there a, is there a, a, a wiggle, wiggle involved too? <laughs> no, uh, the only thing I, I would say is the blood. I said it only has to be used when necessary, and I think you guys put that right on the, the point of AEW did it well at their last pay per view. They those two matches, the dog collar match, had to have blood. Uh, otherwise, it's just a joke. No, and it ha- um, yeah, I I agree, Keith. It has to be necessary. Um, you can't have a whole pay per view called Hell in the Cell and nobody nobody bleeds at all. Well, you can't have a pay per view called Hell in the Cell and have no matches in the cell. My or just one. And, and I wanted to elaborate on one more thing. My thought process, think back to about maybe two years ago when we were told Paul Heyman was taking over one side of creative and Eric Bischoff was taking over the other. It lasted a month. Oh, we were excited. It lasted a month. And people were like, oh, my God, these two minds, these two innovative people are going to do. And it didn't do shit. I mean, it didn't do it. Bischoff was let go. Heyman's, you know, the back to the So lacking. let me ask this, though. You say that, you know, it lasted a month. All right. Now, something I know from the, the the business of trying to get bands, bars, get things happening, okay? It takes three to six months of consistent change to Vince. get people to buy in. If they think you're just going to change yep. a month from, a month from, a month from, they're like, fuck this shit. Why am I sticking around? And again, around? the problem right there, Vince McMahon. Okay. One, so, one uh, week he says, this is a great idea. We're going to let these guys come up with ideas. Right. And then two weeks later, he's like, man, this is kind of shit, and I'm back in charge so because I own the company. So that's my he's question, He's the ultimate is, problem is Vince so, McMahon. So, but my question is to you guys that were viewing it and watching it happen in real time, okay? When that month ended and all of a sudden they were to the curb, it was done. Was that the correct decision, or were they actually starting to create what you wanted to create Smackdown and getting fucked? Was, I thought SmackDown was on the right path, right? Yeah. Like I SmackDown did, too. I think was, they were pushing the right stars and Aleister Black and, and those guys and pushing yeah. some different so this guys. So is, this was legitimately a Vince McMahon fuck-up as opposed to this he is, gave them some creative time, and they didn't use it wisely, and the fans weren't happy. The fans were actually like, holy fuck, this is working. People like us were agreeing. I mean, they okay. were literally pushing right. folks that we had wanted them to push right. for months. 
but Vince didn't see it that way. Vince is like, man, I don't see money in him. And that's why Aleister Black is now Malachi Black. He's on AEW. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of these guys that you saw in WWE are gone. Because Vince loses interest in them. He's like, Vin- eh. Vince McMahon's fatal flaw is he can't stay out of his own way. I think he's, 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 like, he's, he's a guy. He's got a squirrel thing. He's like, shiny, pretty go. He's ADD. And yeah. he doesn't he's, listen to the fans. I mean, you know. He says he does, but he doesn't. That, he, he listens, but that doesn't mean he's going to do what yeah, they want him to he do. He listens, and then he says, screw it. He's going to no, no, no. do what he, he wants to do. He hears the fans talking. He doesn't listen to what they're saying. Yeah, right? I'll go with that. Does anybody remember the promo where the whole family came out to the ring and said, we're going to listen to you, the fans, and give you everything you want. Exactly. And do shit. Exactly. So... Well, I mean, Sorry, somebody Keith, did ask for cheaper popcorn. I, I appreciate I appreciate you backing me, Keith. What was what was your butt? Just I, yes. I, I didn't want blood. Show every me match. Your butt, Let's hear Keith. about your butt, Keith. Well, it's hairy. Um, hey. no, my, my my butt is. I didn't name mine. And I hope you don't have one thing that I think I think should happen oh, is wait. not necessarily a brand split. I I don't know if that's. I see where you're going with that, and I like it. No, but have it more competitive, <laughs> where maybe just one world champ. That's but what you I'm still saying. Got that brand split so more guys get time on shows. Because I think if you have put everybody together, you're going to see the storylines go with the same thing over and over and over again on both shows. Instead of being able for, for more guys to get TV time and build more stories. My only thought behind that is was the, uh, the original thought of they got to cut some of the fat, though. If you think back to the 90s, Keith, we only had one brand, and that yeah. was it. Oh, yeah. And those guys still got – they featured the manga. That's the problem is – even AEW has this problem. The rosters are bloated. All of a sudden, it's all these talented guys. We need to bring them all in. No, you do not. Somebody like R-Truth, Reggie, Tazawa. I'd, I'd drop them all tomorrow. Dolph Ziggler is somebody I'd I keep get rid truth. of. I, truth stays if it's me. Old guy's out. Nah, he's too, he's too popular with the fans. Truth and Ziggler are my top of my list. Gone. Really? Yep. Ziggler is the champion right now. Gone. <laughs> Ziggler has had the same old, the same old shtick for years. You know who had pushed to the main right now? Who's that? Don't say Brown Breaker. The Miz. Miz need, he deserves another run he at the top. I, think I, the I, do, I do. I do agree dance with the stars. Honestly, I think the Miz and I think Matt Riddle. The they, the fans love the Riddle. Miz. Is, the Miz has earned it without yeah. a doubt. I agree with the Miz. I don't agree with Riddle necessarily. When it comes to but the you've Miz. never been a Riddle fan. When it comes to the I'm Miz, I'm lukewarm on Riddle. When it comes to the Miz, I tolerate him more than I used to. His reality right. show helped with that, didn't it? Exactly, exactly. Not his busty Dwayne wife. Dwayne likes reality well, his shows. His busty wife helps. <laughs> Maurice, has, Maurice has grown on me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to throw this. I think George helps. The Miz is bad. Oh, they, that, is, that is untapped talent that they haven't used correctly. I, I've watched some AIW shows out of Ohio. He's there. He's yeah. in the front row there. Nice. He's always over there. They and... that that's a guy that they have not used correctly out of everybody's dad. They had seen his dad years ago. Yeah, Awful. he was nowhere near as good as George. George Mazan and his money. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, uh, we tried to do this earlier. Technical difficulties prevented her from joining us, but uh, we'd like to welcome Menders. Hey, Menders, can you hear us? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. And thank you for being so patient. I know we've been gone for a bit and want to get you back in. But how you doing? Oh, hey, pretty good. Just laughing at you guys. Just laughing at us. Well, that's yeah. good. Could you laugh with us once in a while, too? You'd laugh harder if you <laughs> no, could see us. No, that's no fun. Hey, Menders, <laughs> how you doing? I'm all right. You know Dwayne, don't you? 
Yeah, I've met him. There's a couple no times. way not to know Dwayne if you've been into the bars in Champaign Urbana ever. If, if when Dwayne, a band playing music older than 1992 exists. If Dwayne was a wrestler, his nickname would be the Acquired Taste, Dwayne Carter. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I do not know Dwayne taste. Carter. Oh, I guess Keith, you're gonna need to meet the Dwayne Carter. Actually, my name would be Insane Dwayne Carter. I thought it was the Speed Bump. It is Speed Bump, actually. His nickname is actually Speed Bump. There's multiple reasons we call him that, mainly because he can sometimes slow down an idea. <laughs> yeah, we can thank Joel Lamondola for coming up with that one. No, no that was me. Oh, uh, that, that was, was you? Yeah. Okay. Are you going to give him credit where I'm due? Fuck you. <laughs> I thought it was Joe that came up with that. No, Dwayne, no. Dwayne, he probably the first one that told you that. Dwayne, you better what? watch your P's and Q's. You're currently in competition for Guest of the Year, which is a new award we'll be giving out at the That's end right. of the year. That's right. Right now, you're slightly... Above Behind Joe, me. Yes. but right under Kyler. Keith, yeah. you haven't been in the studio yet. You don't count. Yeah, you got to be in studio to be eligible. <laughs> in, right now, in studio guest of the year versus yeah. not in studio guest so of the year. So far, Gary right Marcelio is in the league. Right. Oh, yeah, Kyler's got, got a good job. To, he Kyler's got, got something Kyler, to say. But Kyler can, play, <laughs> Kyler can be here every week and, like, jump his votes. Yep. <laughs> All right, so, Mark, do you want to go next, or would you like me to give my wildest, weirdest oh, I'd idea? I'd love to hear this. I think we gotta hear. we got to hear you. All right, then. Hang on a minute. I need a little more whiskey. I'm kind of bashful. So, uh, while Marco's taking the plug off of his uh, John yeah. Rich whiskey, uh, is Kyler going to want to be here for Ninja Mac? He might. Uh, but no, we got, we're going to have Keith for Ninja we'll Mac. We'll have Keith for Ninja Mac. No, that's all right. I can come on later. Not, well, no. you, I say we can get uh, Kyler for Gringo Loco. Yeah. Mm. We could, to be quite honest. You know what? I'll Keith come in my Norman seat Smiley. put Kyler in that seat. Uh, we don't have Norman Smiley. It. I don't have. We were a, just uh, going on about the big wiggle. We, we, I mean, Barry Horowitz. My you bad. want Barry Horowitz? Wiggle. We can make it work. We will reserve Keith Gibson for Barry Horowitz on yes. May seventeenth. Yes. Oh, as, as long as Keith. What's that? When do I get to come on the show? You're on right now, Menders. You can come anytime oh. you want to, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you first lady. When we get Camaro Jackson on, you you can come in the studio. Now, we'll right. get now she comes in the studio. Got to hire a maid. We'll get you on this. Summer, we got Dallas. Sure. You guys are. I know right Kyle. I'm gonna need a fucking wet dry on. map. Wet wet dry vac when she comes this, in. This this is the hot what? seat right here. <laughs> You're not right, Marco. I am far from right. <laughs> We're random idea. I think a trivia contest one night to get a guest. I think we we do the trivia. And that 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 would be an interesting. That's not concept. a bad idea. We but we have to come seat? up with some shit that like only one guy in Zimbabwe knows the answer to. Who and Mark? Then tr- and then try to find a way for Mark to finance that guy to fly here. <laughs> Why am I flying a guy from Zimbabwe? So, anyways, so here's I my. I don't have money, Mark. You're, you're the head of the. Oh, this happens all the, the time. You're the head of the merch department. Dwayne, Dwayne is the assistant to the traveling secretary here. We he's, would like to sell four million T-shirts this week. Is he Frida's boss? What is he Frida's boss? You've never seen Fletch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have. I, I had to think for a bit. <laughs> this one. I'm, I'm still on Seinfeld because George Costanza was. The, Who's Frida? Uh, my secretary. <laughs> All right, so my way out of the world, okay, so I think everybody here by now knows that I know nothing about wrestling in general, but being yeah. involved with this has kind of given me some, like, uh, cursory knowledge, some around-the-fringe knowledge. So I know there's the WWE, I know there's the AEW, and I know there's the GCW, and I know there's, like, 47,000 other promotions I don't know shit about, including the Zero One and Mattoon, which I, right, Zero One? Yep. Yeah, yes. that I got that correct. right. Okay, so, however. Zero One USA. Zero one USA. Excuse That's me. That's true. So you know, I know The Rock. I know Hogan. I've heard a couple names here. A couple, but in all honesty, I like Effie. Effie just fucking is different. He is so different from everybody I've ever seen. 
Now, I'm not talking about quality or wrestling. I ain't talking about nothing. But I think I would like to see the WWE bring him on on a, on a one-shot once in a while. More important than that, though, what I'd like to see happen is for a group, like a, not, not tag team, but a group, uh, a gang, an organization, whatever they call them, and, you know, a faction. F- faction. A stable. Faction. A, stable. a faction. A faction. A stable. The cool. Tony special. I would like to see a faction of Luches. Oh, now we've done that. Join the, the Latino World Order. Mm. Shout out to Eddie Guerrero. See, see, I don't know <laughs> shit, so they probably already done this shit. But I'd like to see a faction of them. I'd like to see a faction of, uh, you know, I'd like to see like four factions with each one has a male, a female, and a and a team. Mark, a, we are going to introduce you to WCW Nitro. 1999. They don't exist today, so all that matters is today, okay? So, but give me four factions, okay? Each one has a tag team. Each one has a male and a female wrestler. And somehow we create a a tournament-style thing that takes three months, and it's not about a story at all. Fuck the story. How about we just say we're competitive and we care, which, I mean, in pro wrestling is not really competitive or not caring, but... We build it up in such a way people believe that they have to root for a team, not root for a person, root for an entire, like, I'm behind this team. I am Team Luce. I am Team West Coast. I am Team East Coast. I am Team Canada, Team Jamaica. I don't give a shit. Team NWO and and Team WCW? No, because uh, I don't know those people. But no, I mean, just like something that makes you feel like you really want to see all the members of your team elevate and... Losing is not an option. This this actually sounds familiar, Mark. I, I'm sure it does, because I don't know <laughs> shit about it. Uh, I'm going to take you back to TNA in the early days, the World I X Cup. Yeah, it's the World X, yeah. There's teams from multiple countries, like UK, mm-hmm. Canada, US, Mexico, all X Division guys, so like the junior heavyweights. And same deal, like over the course of a month or two, they would have matches and get points. And then at the end, the winner got a big trophy, so... Kind of so what I'm wondering, what I'm hearing here is that anybody that's new to wrestling doesn't know fucking shit about this and goes, oh, that'd be cool. And anybody that's ever watched wrestling like for at least 10 years of their life is like, Mark, you're lame. Is, is that correct? No. no. Yes, it is. You it's would, okay, though. No. But you know what? You, you know what? No matter what, know. I just want Effie to be the the big belt guy at the top of the pile so no matter Effie, what. So is Effie bringing his LGBTQ like, crew? He's is bringing that what Team he's Rainbow. The LGBT crew? Team LGBT Rainbow. Crew? That's not a bad <laughs> idea. That's actually a good one, yeah. I just thought or, or just Team you Rainbow. Can you imagine Effie and Roman talking about the head of the table? That's <laughs> <laughs> Who's got the head? Who's getting the head tonight? The whole time Effie's rubbing Paul's head. Yes, <laughs> you know, and then you got Allie over there, kind of giving the the Usos the business. But uh, I'm sorry, not not that, bi- not the only fans. <laughs> the business. business. Remember, they're on Fox Network TV. <laughs> Fox, Fox. Hey, the Bundys were on there. Oh, Allie is a Fox. All right, so I'm nope. sorry that I ruined you guys' night tonight. Allie, but catch no. it, like, bad you know what? Dwayne. I'm just thinking as a guy that doesn't get into it. That I would get into it more if I felt like something felt like there was something. You could something. support something. Like right, you support the it. Cowboys right. or the Red Sox. The Cowboys or, or the Syracuse Rangers. Or, hey, no, no. Or the Cowboys, the Rangers, the Illini. Or, you know, pretty much anybody that's not winning shit. You mean the constant second rounders? Right. The, or second places or <laughs> what is it? Uh, if you ain't first, you're last, guys. Hey, I'd like to point out the Boston Red Sox. Kyler tells me every day they're undefeated in spring training. We're 6-0. and Red Sox. And I have to tell Kyler, yes, 
We're playing a bunch of bums, Kyler. He's like, well, Otani's playing today. I said, Otani's going to throw three pitches and then warm his ass on the right. seat. Then have one at bat. And <laughs> one at bat. <laughs> but we are 6-0. and Just want to be clear about this. I'm a Texas Rangers fan through and through. I'm a Royals fan because that was my young, young life. I'm a Cardinals fan because when I got here, I liked I liked Ozzy. Okay, but I am a show Tani fan beyond all. He is the new Nolan Ryan in my heart because that motherfucker is a beast. And see, we're getting away, but that's how I am. Red Sox through and through right. since I was a kid. But Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr. Yep. is my guy. Now I wish he'd stay off the motorcycles because now I don't get to see him play. Till hey Keith, July. we're giving you brilliant content for your baseball stuff. Yes, if anybody wants to hear about baseball. Me and Narge do like baseball too. Content. It's great talk. Keith Gibson. Keith. Oh, I, Redman likes it too, but he's a Cub fan, so we don't Keith, listen. Keith gives the million dollar promo on the, on the baseball stuff. There's me. I don't know shit about baseball. Wait a minute. Let, let, let. Keith, Keith has a woe. Keith's about to drop the boom. Go. Drop Mark the hammer. Redman, I, I appreciate you more than anybody on this show right now because you're a Cub <laughs> fan. <laughs> Thank you. It's nice to be appreciated. Hey, you know what? That's we don't have, That's the only reason I, I appreciate honest, you. We have no, no Cub hate here because we're not Cardinals fans in the direct sense. Like, I like the Cardinals because of Ozzie Smith. He stopped playing he, a couple years ago. He doesn't play for them anymore. He stopped playing a couple years ago. <laughs> I've been longer than that. But I do have an Ozzie Smith shirt, like a jersey, because of Ozzie fucking Smith. I, I, I hate the Cardinals. I would get a Keith Hernandez Cardinals jersey. There you go. The I just heard that... Uh, uh, one of the main guys for the Cardinals the last few years is now a Ranger. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Uh, is it Carpenter? Uh, Matt Carpenter, uh, yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, I was like, and everybody on on the Rangers feed, when they announced it, was like, the guy that was in St. Louis, that guy? I'm like, yeah, that guy. I'm like, holy. And you mean the guy who's five years past his prime? <laughs> correct. But in Texas, they're not as quick as some of us. No. We got Trevor Story in Boston. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I heard about base. that. Huh? But you didn't got base. You didn't wear the one guy that you wanted. My who? He's gonna wear number twenty four. My favorite player of all time wears number twenty four. The name, kid. His name is the kid. Kyler Nargelinus of the Central uh, States. Spikes. The littler kid. No, but now, yes, I'm, now I'm hot. Ken Griffey Jr. is twenty four, and that's right. Uh, More Keith, importantly, Dwight Man- fucking Evans was twenty four for the Red Sox. Manny doing Manny things. Manny Ramirez. Dwight the, Evans should have his number retired. By those Correct. salty fruits. I wish Boston. to apologize to you, wrestling fans, who are having to listen to a baseball podcast right now. But we swear to God, we'll get back to the wrestling. Dwight now. Evans and was well, an icon. Mark, what it's on you. Give us your creative, brother. All right. Well, I'm, I'm anxious to hear this. So, real quick, before you get there, you were upset, but see, Trevor Story was 27, and I know your history of Red Sox Pudge, jerseys. Yeah. Uh, Carlton Fisk. So, I'm, not, I'm not mad that he's not wearing 27, but come on, pick something other than Dewey, man. Hey, Narge, I just want to point out that I lost all respect for his knowledge of Red Sox yeah, jerseys about that one night. We hey. did some baseball trivia before you got here, and I said, I got one for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hear number six for the Red Sox. I go Bill Buckner. Keith? Buckner? You got... What? Oh, that was a that was Keith, kind of a Keith, tilted who's number angle six there. for the Red Sox? One question. Was that Strimsky? Oh, that was eight. No, he, he was eight. Red Sox. So we did a baseball. He's got the right team. Teddy Baseball. We did a baseball. We did baseball. Hang on. We did baseball trivia a few weeks ago, and the question was who for the Red Sox had number six retired. I said I said I said Bill Buckner because that's who I remember being number six. And I said I I really don't know. I said I think it's Johnny Pesky. But I thought he Uh, I thought he was number one. I got him confused with Bobby Doerr. That's my fault. I wasn't as confident as I should have been being a Red Sox fan. So to. 
But cutting I, to the I chase, trusted, we took Redman's choice. I trusted Redman's intelligence, and Narja's choice was the winner. Yep. And we then realized yeah, I got that one very wrong over four hours. And then we realized that Sue one me. moment <laughs> that Mark Redman does have a form of kryptonite, and it is pesky. Hey, I got the steamboat. I got the guy who created the steamboat. You did get that. That was yeah, amazing. Yeah, it was Ricky. Robert Fulton. It was Ricky. His Ricky. name was Ricky. The Steamboat Dragon. <laughs> if I, I ever have a steamboat, it's see, going to be named the Dragon, by the but way. But this plays into wrestling because I said Robert Fuller. Right. You did. Who was uh, the Tennessee, Tennessee stud. Tennessee's Tennessee Lee. Robert Parker. Robert Parker. He was, Colonel. Up, he was also in the ring when Scott Hall made his debut. He was managing Mike Enos. Listen to us. We're talking about Scott Hall again. how that happened? See? I... That's why I'm here. I work Keith these is a things. masterful podcaster, so he can segue into anything. So, Keith, I'm drunk that night. We, we know a guy with a segue, but he's not as good as this guy. A se- he might be on. I saw him earlier. So, I'm <laughs> on, and I said, Robert Fuller, Fuller, Fuller. And I'm like, no, motherfucker, it's Robert Fulton. I may have been the only one in the room that got this out of, like, 30 tables, but we got it. We got it. We got it. Yeah. Hey, Menders. We were first place. For yeah. Hey, Menders, just, uh, you know, we've been rambling a minute, and Keith's been involved in a bit. You've been listening to all the creatives so far, and we'll call mine pseudo-creative because it really wasn't. Pick Apparently, it was like I was copycatting. There's nothing shit. original in wrestling exactly. anymore, so you're not, fine. Well, nothing I said was original. So, but Menders, of all the things you've heard so far, which one of the storyline ideas that you've heard so far did you go like, that'd be fucking cool? Uh, or none? Well, sorry, Dwayne, but Triple H is done. Oh. Um. <laughs> she did say that in the chat. As soon as she said, she's like, ah, fuck you, Triple H is done. Like, all right, then. <laughs> And then, um, Hang on a minute. We're killing him right now. We're going to need a CSI investigation. Go ahead. <laughs> Narge's idea was probably my favorite out of what's going on. The only thing I wish they would do is bring, I wish they would bring back the Intercontinental Champion Championship and make it what it should be. Yes. Agreed. I do agree with it. I mean, it's it's bad. I mean, obviously, it's still there, but they, it's, it's, not, there, nearly, it's but not nearly it's, as it's prestigious not as it, it should be. I would eliminate the U.S. title. I really would. Go for it. Only if there's no brain extension. The thing is, is you don't need the WCW belts anymore. You don't. You need a world title, an intercontinental title, a tag title, and I'm okay with a and cruiserweight. A Euro- and a European. Or whatever. <laughs> I, I don't even mind a hardcore title as long as that it's a hardcore match that makes sense. So blood. Yes. Can All we right, please then. get rid of the 24-7 title? I'm I'm over it. You're, you don't it like seeing is that the one they hand to the celebrity around. for showing up? It's so disrespectful to the wrestlers it that is. they right. might chase around. Right. It's like oh, you're not. We good really enough. want you to come star with us, uh, guy that was in a movie. Come here and we'll give you a you award. Don't, you don't see it as them paying them to not have to do much. I I'm, 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 I'm kidding. Those I, are I, the <laughs> folks you cut from the roster. Jeff Hardy. That's the fact. Exactly. Yeah. No, see if they if they bring if they would bring back I the hardcore anyway. championship, totally different idea. What that That's what the twenty four seven was supposed to be, and they—it's all screwed up. It should, it, its not what it should be. Coitus interrupt us. Go. I was just wondering if you guys knew who the first Intercontinental Champion was. I do. Pat Patterson. Mm-hmm. Keith knows. Yeah. Pat. Hey, where did he As win the title, been, Keith? Not I know. Brazil. <laughs> yeah, the storyline goes: he won it in a tournament <laughs> in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. He won it on a notepad on yep. Vince McMahon's desk. But <laughs> so this is my but I love that, Mindy. Yes, the Intercontinental title has so much prestige and not even a hardcore title. So okay, world title, intercontinental, television title. Yes. There we go. Now we're talking business. Tag team title, women's, women's title, women's tag team title gone. Yeah, they don't have enough. It's stupid. Do that. Doesn't make any sense. It was a That's no, it. it was a noble effort to do the women's tag And title, I'm okay with the it, King of the Ring work. once a year. I think King of the Ring elevates the right person. 
Corbin was king, did a great job. Right. Selena, eh, whatever. There are certain guys who have elevated the king of the ring. Booker T. Uh, yeah. Macho Man. Macho Man. Yeah. Macho King. Yeah. yeah. Although Macho didn't win the tournament, though. But he was still the king. king. He was the king. Was he a macho, macho man? Mabel. Everybody agrees. Mabel, Mabel. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Third yeah. man. <laughs> but, I mean, really, Booker T, I think, maybe the best king of I the think, ring of I all think time. Booker no. did the best. Bad News Barrett. One. You're forgetting one. Triple Bat- H. It really it helped him change from his... Mender just told us to get Triple H. Well, Austin won king of the ring, too. We don't get Austin yeah, but he didn't wear the, He didn't wear the crown, though. Well, no. But... We don't Edge won it too. Well, Edge won it too. Edge did. He got a big trophy. You know who won it? He did get a big get, trophy. You know who won it and didn't get enough push after and deserved it and still going today? Tito Santana. Mr. Ass himself, Billy Gunn. Father of the Ass the Boys. The patriarch of the Ass family. Yes, they're very nice. The proprietor uh, of Ass Powder. <laughs> ass Powder. What, what title did the, 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 the goofy little fucker from the Scream movies win? That was the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Okay, thank they, you. Which was World the Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, the that Rick, guy okay. is Rick smaller Flair. than my right pinky. Well, he pinned Eric Bischoff to get it. That's true. I but heavyweight? Bischoff. What? Heavyweight? Yeah. Uh, anybody can, they consider <laughs> anybody they a heavyweight. Pencil weight. These, these weight limits don't really matter unless it's like 205, and even right. at that point, they were pushing it. There for <laughs> 205. Like, like I ain't Cord- seen 205 since 85. Speaking I, of which, whatever happened to 205 Live? It, Cancelled. It's, it's now NXT Level Up. It's like their second show. Which is not needed. Again, back to my storyline. You get rid of I all think, that stupid shit. I think get rid of all just, the divisions and I make think these motherfuckers honest. I think that's more just them calling go. for content. Again, for me, I just so. I watch so much old school stuff. You get rid of all that bullshit. You do superstars again. You do main event. Hell, do WWE Saturday night. I don't care. You just don't need all of the division. That's now, the let me problem ask this, I have. Okay, and I, and I hear you, but when I ask this, and again, I don't watch, so I don't know. But aren't those like you have? I heard you guys talk about there's wrestling every night, but one one night a week. Not right? anymore. It's pretty much every night. Okay, so anymore, every night a week there's night. wrestling, right? So let's take AEW out of that equation. Please. That's Wednesdays, right? As a kid, I'd have had a yes. hard on twenty four seven. Okay, with wrestling so, every night. So you take AEW out. Am I right or wrong in the? Mm, am I right or wrong in the idea that like Monday night it's this one entity, Raw. Tuesdays that entity, NXT. Thursdays that entity, Impact. Impact. Friday, SmackDown. Okay, so you want to get Rampage. rid of the entities and you want to turn them into fuck this. We have one. No, is that so correct? I'm okay with all the shows, but right. so see, like right now, the SmackDown Heavyweight Champion right. is Roman Reigns. Okay, the Raw Heavyweight Champion is Brock right. Lesnar. Right, you don't need that. On SmackDown, the Intercontinental Champion is Ricochet. Uh, Ricochet. Yeah, but, but when you have all these little, like you have, so in the WWE world, you have six entities, if I'm hearing three. you guys correct. Three. three. Okay, so three and they do two shows a week? No, three. Three. So, so what right. are the other four shows? You're not listening. AEW. <laughs> We're all Mark's had too much whiskey. Nope. Get that whiskey away. <laughs> Listen, so Monday night is Raw. WWE. Raw. They which have is, their own roster. Which is WWE way too Raw, long. yes. Which is way too long. Unless hey. you really get into Pipe it, down. you have AEW Dark, too. Right. Yes, uh, right, Mindy. Which AEW Dark is kind of where they pick kind of pick guys if they really like the indie guys. That's where they put right. Jay Lethal because they don't know what they got. And that's where, that's where Effie back should go Honor. That's there. where Effie should go next. But So then Tuesday night's NXT. And, which, okay. and NWA Power. NWA Power, which NXT used to be, but we're only talking WWE. So, okay. so Monday Raw, Tuesday Tuesday's NXT. NXT, which is not necessary. 
Again, I get it. A few years ago, I was all in it. So if we get a, get rid of it, we fold them into the other... One company... Like the, just we like, fold the best people into let, it. Let's hop in the time machine, right. Doc, and go back to 1993. Okay. WWE was one company. Right. They did Raw, Superstars, I don't know, Saturday Night's main event every now and then. You literally focus on one roster. Right. What they have now is three separate rosters. Okay. That That's too much. So if you have one roster, do you limit the amount of shows the uh, exposure no does that also happen no you give so if you have one roster you uh-huh. keep the same amount of shows so the guys on the roster do get more exposure but you have to slim the roster down yeah okay if you if you put the roster into one you've got these top guys so now you're like well who's my champ okay right. i've got really? roman brock aj blah, blah. but back in the day you had hulk macho warrior earthquake i mean it, this isn't any different than it used to be macho over hogan though I mean, you had <laughs> you had Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash at one point, Undertaker, right. Michaels. My, I said Shawn. Oh, okay. But 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 you had there's so at any this is not unusual. Right. They're just thinking, oh well, we can instead of one top guy, we could give you three top guys, you know. And but it's not necessary. I think you, and that's why you don't have a Hogan. You don't have a Cena. You don't you don't have that anymore because you have so many shows. So you like, don't have a single draw guy. Here's Brock that and Roman. Pulls everybody in. But if you focused on one roster, then Brock and Roman are those guys going back and forth. They can right. swap the belt every year. Yeah, but and you yeah, got but a hang top on, guy. Man, hang on, man. But I've heard from you more than once that it's getting boring to see the same two guys fight each other and every I, other. And I'm you about know. to say that. So, and the problem with Brock and Roman is neither of them are really the Cena Hogan. Baby face. WWD doesn't have a baby face, really. They do if they. Swap, I, I they think they do much. if they. They don't have the right AJ personalities anymore. Who? Who? Can right? you say AJ? I think AJ could be that guy. I think Riddle. I think Riddle could be that guy. AJ like AJ like, Styles. Yeah. Is that yeah, right? Yes. AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. AJ could easily be a, a top baby face. Yeah. And you're thinking right. Miz, right? Miz. No, he'd be heel. Heel. No, he's a heel now, but if you flip him, keep him a heel. Nope, better as a Dude, heel. Dude, he just did fucking Dancing with the Stars. Yep. And people Make- hate him. <laughs> yes. They no, hate the him. people that watched him on Dancing with Stars did not hate him. The people him. that watched Dancing with Stars are not WWE fans. He has done the fake. Oh, you're, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's right. why he didn't win. The millions of people that watch that fake-ass dancing show, which He's, is more millions than watch wrestling, the fa- could be converted with a little help. Everybody else who's watched wrestling understands if only that, that were true. they did a face turn with The Miz at one point. Right. It, it was a fart in church. Nobody cared. <laughs> he got well, was that before <laughs> or after the dancing thing? Before. Yeah. yeah. I think but the it, dancing thing is has some validity to it. It drew in new eyes. The thing is, is he's there are certain people you look at and you're like, yeah, I just don't like you. I just don't believe you as and this it's person. It's him. Okay. This is the guy has got all the money. He's got the hot-ass wife. He's got the perfect kids. He's got the perfect mm. life. He's, he's got a better uh, cool no, dad. No, but, yeah, he's a cool dad. You. Nobody's like, oh, he's, so, he's John Cena. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Can Cody Rhodes be the top baby face? No. Fuck no. no. Wow, that was emphatic. Now I'm hitting the whiskey. <laughs> Cody. Cody. Give it to Dwayne. He needs to pipe right, up more. Go. Got, here's my no, thing. No, the here's bottle. Give him Cody. the bottle. Like, everybody, everybody pipe down. Keith, we, what's we, up? I think I think we see Cody coming in and, and this. I think they're going to screw this up big time. I really do. I think Cody's got to come in as a heel. I don't, if they try to put him as baby face, he's going to get booed out of the building just like he did in AEW. I think they're going to give him the belt, Keith. I really do. I think he's going to beat Rollins at Mania, and then he is going to beat Roman at 
WrestleMania. They're going to give him the belt to stick it to Tony. They're going to be like, look, we made him our champion. I see Cody Rhodes showing up Monday night, next Monday night. Nope. I really hope nope. they don't do that. <laughs> Cody's making the biggest mistake of his career. Nah. He is. He is. It's terrible. Why? Because short-term booking with WWE. This is not long-term. Cody, there. Cody left them. You know Vince. Vince is, he is, uh, he holds a grudge. Think of all the guys who have come back. Kurt Angle came back. Right. Look at the shit they did to Kurt Angle. Right. Cody, the they're going to parade Cody around like the, the prize donkey that he might be for about two or three months. And then Cody's going to SmackDown. And he's going to wrestle Ricochet. As he should. I mean. He is not a main event talent. No. When I said that, that was my problem in AEW. No, but, and I think, but hold on. I go agree, ahead. But I think Cody is an intercontinental. I think Cody could hold the intercontinental title. And elevate it with some of his matches with, with the lower tier, not your top guys, but the next glow down. And I agree with you, Keith, but does Cody agree with us? No. Well, no. Cody thinks he's his dad. He thinks he is the new American dream. And that's why Cody's leaving AEW. We're talking about Cody Rhodes? Yes. Yeah. Son of Dustin Tony Tony Khan. Dusty. 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 Son of a plumber, no. man. I tell you what, right yeah. now, gentlemen, right here, well, I'm in the wind of down with kings and queens. I've lived on Alex. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no poking beans. See, and Tony sees what I, I see. Keith is having a seizure. <laughs> but not too much crown. If you will. Tony sees what I see. Cody is not a main event heavyweight champ. Right. Cody is a he's not even a mid card. He is the setup guy. He is he is the he's secondary the title. He, TNT title, perfect for Cody. He's a TNT mm -hmm. champ all day long. Cody oh. that neck tattoo, that was stupid. Nobody <laughs> likes Brand Brandy is gorgeous. Nobody likes her though. Mm -hmm. Nobody likes her. No. If she's gorgeous, I had do. had Cody went heel, Cody would have been the Triple H of AEW. Yeah, he'd have been the best. He's stubborn. I don't think I don't think you're going to hear anybody disagree with that at yeah. all. He'd have been the best heel that company has ever. He'd have been bigger than Omega as a heel. Yeah, Kenny Omega, the fans still love him. He's an asshole, but they right. love him. Adam Cole, Cody, same deal. Yeah, yo, Adam Cole is the most over heel. <laughs> he's a he's he I, may I, be the I, worst I, I tweener of all Cole. time, baby. All right, so. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. We have to move forward. We have to hear Mark Rebman's creative. Yeah, let's hear it. I mean, let's be honest here. Narge has been unhappy with WWE creative so long that he has literally chosen AEW as his, this is better. Yep. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mark right is with sticking with his tried and true WWE, his lore, his childhood, all that. There's nothing wrong with that. However, Mark does agree that maybe they could, like, tweak the creative. So I honestly believe that Narge came at this from a standpoint of, fuck WWE, this is what I would do. I would just, like, wreck this shit. And Dwayne came at it as, like, I don't know. I'll fucking do it this way. He's and I came to as, take pieces that yeah. are there and make them work. And I came good. at it like. I can't do that. I came at it like, I, can, I don't I can, know shit about shit, so here's I what do I think. That too, so. But I think Mark is best equipped to give us a storyline from the WWE that supports his thesis that this is a tweak, not a requirement. Go ahead. Okay, so there's a couple of routes I thought about. One was like an actual angle with specific people. I know it was kind of the same lines Narge took with like restructuring the, the plan, you know. Right. So, so I'll, I'll do both. I'll kind of keep it short on both of them. I would retool the pay-per-view system if it was me. That for starters. How so? Hang on, man. Hang on, man. So this has got nothing to do with creative. I'm sorry, premium live events. You system. just you just literally want to change their 
marketing and distribution system as opposed to their storylines. You want to change everything. Now, I'm all right. Cool, cool. First off, that's one of the big problems with WWE is just everything is too gimmicky. I think you'd agree with that. Well, that's why I said get rid of the CGI. Hey, I almost let you talk. Hang on, hang on. (laughs) Show of hands. You asked if I agreed, and I agree. Show of hands. We agree. We agree. Yes, we do. Say I. So the problem is a lot of the pay-per-views are named after gimmick matches that usually go over like a fart in a shirt, like Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber. You can have the matches, but you don't need a pay-per-view centered around them. You know, All right. It's, it gets too predictable. You know, oh, it's October. They're going to do a Hell in a Cell match here. If you had it like, look it back, is- take like 2000, Triple H and Cactus had a feud first part of the year. They did a Hell in a Cell with No Way Out. It was a, a lot of people say it's an under undercard pay-per-view. This is the last one before Mania, all that. So I would take out like the, the Hell in a Cell, uh, money in the bank, money in the bank. You know, keep put that back in WrestleMania. It needs to mean something exactly. when you have it. Exactly. Yes. Because then it's the year long eligibility, so you could theoretically save it till Mania the next year. Hey, Mark, I, I hate to interrupt. I just want to ask you a quick question, which Shoot. is because I love your your thought process. Are you trying to say though that we should cut out the number of pay per views? Or just cut the the way the pay per views are structured. Both, I say both. You okay. don't need to have a pay per view every month. No, look at AEW. AEW's got it doing fine with four, yeah, four or five. They're, they're four or five, but they're long. They're long and they're spaced out. What I think needs to happen is WWE should bring and not to cut you off. Mm-hmm. WWE should bring back Saturday Night's main event. I agree. AEW should bring back Clash of the Champ. They can't call it that, but a Clash of the where the Battle of the Clash Bells. of the Titans, where you have it's not a pay per view. But we've got these feuds where we can mm-hmm. do something and present it in a way that it's not, right. hey, tune in on Wednesday nights. You know what that means. Yep. See, so I now, would, oh, the pay-per-view part, mm-hmm. WWE specifically, right? those aren't really pay-per-views anymore, well, premium are they? Premium live events. events, brother. Do you have to pay for them when you have a Peacock Network subscription oh, or whatever oh, it is? No, no, you don't. Okay, so it's... We're they ingrained call them to, that we're ingrained to call the right, pay-per-views right. after four so, years. So of so so Vince sells it as that still, but in no, general, he it's sells like, it as a premium live could, event. Yeah, now. but you can no, keep watching us. as long as you're in Peacock, right? It's correct, ingrained correct. in our head okay. to say right. that. Yeah, and AEW's working their way there. I mean, uh, they'll the get an HBO, Max, HBO and, Max, and it'll be uh, yeah. so. So anyway, so instead of going twelve, sometimes even thirteen in a year, if they do like a special, I would cut it down to maybe six. You got your main four. You got the Rumble, SummerSlam, WrestleMania, Survivor Series. Correct. <laughs> I like that number, Mark. Right. Bring back King of the Ring. I like four. Okay, that's five. I like King of the Ring. Right. And then I would bring back. See, I think Money in the. I, you said Mania, but I think Money in the Bank is not no, a I, bad one. I like Money in the Bank at Mania too, Mark. Uh, I just think it brings something yeah. to the stage there. It so, makes it a more grander event. So with Survivor Series, I would get Over back. Over the Edge? No, sorry. No. Uh, for Survivor Series, I would go back to the original formula where you just take random feuds and put them together. It's not Team Raw versus Team SmackDown. No, the four-on-four concept. Yeah. So then yeah. if you want to do the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown, bring back bragging rights. Yeah. Remember that pay-per-view? It was just for one night. I don't remember picked, that one. It wasn't around for very long. It was in like the late 2000s. But that way, Survivor Series, do, don't do the champion versus champion matches. Don't do the team brand matches. Just go back to having five or six matches with take all the hot feuds, which you know, hot is the general term. Put them put them in a match, you know, like the nineteen eighty nine Survivor Series was about perfect. Yeah, 
It was mm-hmm. four matches, Agreed. and they had Hogan and Demolition on a team. I mean, that's that's money right there. I don't like Hogan, but he was he was a draw. Who was the fourth guy? Hogan, uh, Jake. Demol- Jake. Hogan, yeah. Jake, and Demolition on a team. Right. You can't get that now because everybody's on different shows. So then you're gonna have like Roman on one team, Rollins on another team. You're Joe Blow the shit show on one team. Hear me out on this. I like bragging rights, but uh-huh. what if I don't want to forget WCW totally? Or should you? Clash. Do you, you do we have Clash Champions back? Well, that, I'd well, keep that more as a TV special. Though. I was gonna say right. normally I'd say Halloween Havoc, but you have Survivor Series, Great American Bash. You do it in May or June before SummerSlam. Great American right. Bash is the lead. Mania, the Bash, SummerSlam. Well, yeah, King of the Ring for June. No, fuck that. Move it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't agree with that necessarily. <laughs> King of the Ring is is Great June American for me. Bash for me better than Starcade. You know what I would do? I bring back Super Brawl. Yeah. Oh, do yeah. do a half year Mania. Do Mania in April. Bring that's, Super Brawl later on. That should be what. Uh, that Summer- should be what SummerSlam is. Yeah, exactly. and it kind of is. But yeah, so yeah, Mark, Mark, you spilled. <laughs> so that's that's phase one. Number two, I, I'm. This is assuming that they stick with the unified championship after WrestleMania, which I hope that they are. So you got, let's just say, for instance, Brock is the champion. I don't. That's not what I'm thinking is going to happen. One champion only. So he goes between both shows free. You know, there's no. I would keep to an extension. I would keep the brand extension just to keep things separate. But I would elevate the U.S. title and the Intercontinental title to be like the top the top guy on each show really make it worth something if somebody's like like the next in line to the top guy like warrior was intercontinental when hogan was the back in the day the intercontinental champion was the number one contender the u.s champion was number one contender in wcw they need to get back to that make the make the championship worth something and then i I agree then i would unify the women's championships at next year's mania if it's ronda and becky or whoever would you have to wait that long though i think you build to it for the spectacle Okay. I like your thought process. Yeah. And then same deal, tag teams, you know, unify the tag titles and each, the world champion, women's champion, tag champion go between both shows. And then you just build contenders out of each show. So that's what I would do with the pay-per-views. And the next thing I do, Raw goes back to two hours. It's just three hours is too long on a Monday. So, yeah. I have to be up at 5 o'clock in the morning to go to work, and I'm up till 10 watching Raw every, every You know Monday. what I would do? I'd make Raw two hours and make Dynamite three hours. No, three hours is too long. Not for me. I, I love Dynamite. No. Here's the thing. What I, they I Dynamite. What they do in three hours, they can easily do in two. They can, but I just love eight. Well, I mean, if they not. take away all the bullshit right. storylines, What'd you say, Keith? You agree with me? I, as usual. No, no, I agree with Mark here on this. <laughs> hey, where's that button where we hang up on? Uh, <laughs> as far as AEW goes, Rampage gets off Fridays. I move it to Saturdays at six oh five. TBS. Nobody's watching Friday nights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The ratings are getting lower. Because it's too long. Lower. It's too much. It's too no, everything. It's not even that it's too much. It's it's nobody's home. No, <laughs> they literally they watch SmackDown. And they're like, I'm heading to the bar for drinks. Right. Spe- speaking of which, they should have put um, Dynamite. They should have left on TNT. And put well, they could. Rampage on TBS. Well, they moved it for hockey. Hockey. NHL, a lot of big money there. P- apparently, Plus, people like to watch much idiots it's on It's not ice. on TNT, so it's not dealing with the tournament. It's not going to deal with the NBA playoffs there. Yeah. So that's that's the reason for that. The so, thing is, is that Turner is back in love with wrestling again. Right. 
So, hold on, yeah. hold on. Instead of Saturdays, why couldn't you put it on a Sunday morning, like 12.05? Nobody's awake at 12.05. Nobody's awake then. 11.05 in the a.m. or 12.05 in the a.m.? Keith, we're married, so we don't understand. We don't get to go out on Saturdays yeah. anymore, but a lot of the single wrestling folks get to go out on Saturday nights. And plus, so, everybody's at church yep, on Sunday Yep, we sure morning. do. Yeah. <laughs> Not everybody. I'm usually working on Sundays. But the other thing I would do, I take it I NXT. go to church on Saturday night. 10 o'clock is my prime hey, time. Hey, and fire all of them. Oh, <laughs> so the other thing I do NXT I think goes goes to Peacock because they don't need to have it on no, cable ra- television. Ratings are trash. They, I mean, they no reason. they need to keep it to develop their their guys. You know, that's what it's there for. One hour show. You think one hour? Yeah, I like say super, like yeah, superstar. I agree. One I'm, hour, one hour. Like I say, if you're moving it to Peacock, it should be two hours. Okay. Yeah. Because then it's 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 on it's on somewhere where people are wanting yeah. to watch it, and it's content. Well, that's good. Peacock's that's a good great for point. But uh, so yeah, that's what I would do with that. If I'm going with an angle, I'm, I told you this a long time ago, and I said they should do it with Becky and Bianca. I think after WrestleMania, Bianca wins the championship from Becky. I think she wins clean. You're doing a woman's angle. I'm doing a woman's angle to so get ready. Are you saying after you do realize angles and women they go well together? No, hang on. Hear me out here. I'm, I'm very after curious WrestleMania, here. she win the title and not at Mania. No, Bianca wins the title at Mania. Okay, which I agree with. So the next night she comes out, she's got she's curling her hair like she does. She got the big long braid, you know. She's doing her thing. She's like a whip. That's and Ronda chokes the nope. shit out of no, her. No, 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 no. So she's bragging, doing her thing, and then she gets jumped from behind by a hooded figure in all black, you know. Take the hood off. Bailey. You got Bailey. Bailey. Yes. I was gonna. I was so excited. Yes. <laughs> but Ding dong. Wait, wait. I'm not done. Did Bailey wiggle her? Did I am not done. Did Bailey wiggle her? No. No. So, but here's what you do. She Bailey. Two cakes to the ring, though. So, Bailey jumps Bianca, lays her out, hits her finish or whatever on the belt, you know, knock her out. Take out a fucking pair of scissors, cut that braid off. Oh boy. Oh, you want to pull a Samson Delia move? Yeah, because holy shit, all the heels complain that Bianca uses her hair. To, to as a weapon, right? right? It's a weapon. So she cuts the braid off. She's holding up like a trophy, like she just skinned a fucking whatever. And for the next several weeks, she comes out. She's carrying it with her. She's using it as a whip. You know, she's getting heat, choking people with it. And that's going <laughs> to... Oh, you do man. understand as a follically challenged human being that you might be, mm-hmm. how that might be actually physically detrimental to somebody and may actually piss them off. Exactly. Is, is, okay. is, uh, is Bailey bringing out Ed Leslie to do this? No, no, she's doing herself. Oh, like she, because remember when she first turned heel, what did she do? So the Brutus, cut her hair. she cut her hair. Brutus isn't coming out. Brutus ain't coming out. Now there's no, there's no so, potential awesome. scalping imagery <laughs> no, involved no. here. No, she's just I mean, cutting like, her ponytail off. Right, right. I, I get that. But I'm saying that people from the outside who don't get it, because what you don't want to do is burn down the, the farm, right? You don't want to fuck things no, up no, no, no. by doing something like this. People are like, oh, my God, they're scalping but people on I, the wrestling show. But what has Bianca been saying for the last month? Like, don't touch my hair. Yeah. Right, right. No, so, I love this angle. And so, Bailey, we all expected Bailey at the Rumble. Bailey could cut the promos on it. She could she, get all kinds of heat. I thought she was a great baby. All right. She better heal. Right. Mm-hmm. So then move on to whatever the next pay-per-view is. Say, not even backlash. Move down like a couple months. Bailey uses the the hair. Great American Bash. Well, I'll say, we'll say Bash. <laughs> so she'll use the hair to cheat and beat Bianca, and so she's got the title and the hair. Yeah, this why, this why leads. Why choke her out with? What her does own she hair? do with the hair two months a, later? If it's a street fight, she could. Yeah, wrap it around and. 
Right, right. How much right. hair are we talking about here? It's six inches, twenty inches. Oh, we're, uh, we're talking it's down to long. kneecaps. It's pretty yeah. long. It's yeah. So long. we got about twenty-eight inches of hair. Yeah. So if it's if it's tied off at both ends, it's turned into a braid, and you take that, you could actually use it as a rope. You literally wrap right. it around, good, and you good. do okay. that. You do the good. cross face. Right. right. Yeah. So you could theoretically use that to get the SummerSlam. You know. Like I said, it's mid-year, mid-year WrestleMania SummerSlam. I mean, that's some ultimate disrespect. Right. I could see that. So actually. then put him in it. So then put him in a cage. Oh yeah, that works. Make that the blow off. Oh yeah, with blood though. Yeah, with blood. Bianca wins the title back from Bailey, gets her hair back. You know, big happy moment. Fans cheering. And then she. Moves as long on. as it's not a backstage scene where she glues it back on, we're good. Right. Right. But then just take that and move it on to WrestleMania. Then she wrestles say charlotte to unify the championship sasha or Sa- whoever it could be sasha so now yes. the, the the individual with the long hair that we're talking about mm-hmm. is that her hair or is that a i think it's a, a weave. weave i think it's a weave so, situation so there's no real cut involved it's more like right. ripping the weave but, off but and it's gonna owning get, it but it'll get the people right exactly in. but then when she wins it back she can get it woven right back in and be like back brand nobody new. knows what it means but it gets the people going that's right that's all that matters it's like I actually, Mark. I really like that. I think that's well, a good storyline there. Well, it's like last, uh, yeah, last night when the Miz took Mysterio's mask off. Same deal. I didn't watch yet. What the fuck did you just spoiler alert? Uh, you, you know, <laughs> we've seen Ray Mysterio without his mask. Thanks, you know Dwayne. I'm, I'm glad you that's said something. That's why I told my Dwayne. wife. My wife was like, "Oh my god, they took his mask you off." You know what? I said, "Let me show you Peacock." I said, and you can see a filthy animal." You know the what? Spoiler wasn't the fucking mask part. So my issue is, Mysterio claims to be a the biggest respecter and legend of lucha libre. Every day he wears that fucking mask. He's disrespecting lucha libre because yeah, what's the rule? If you it. lose the mask in a match, you cannot put it back on that's again. That's it. I told her. I said, "I know and that's from been, Nacho Libre." And he's been. Put, doing the big wiggle on Lucha tradition for the last 13 years. Well, that's the problem. The truth like, we're stupid. The older fans, younger I mean, ones, yeah, Cowder's exactly. probably, probably like, oh my God, Dad, I, they took his mask off. I said, yeah, he's got like bleach blonde hair and a baby face. Well, well he's he bald. did in 98. He's bald now. now. Oh, is he bald? Yeah. But oh, here's, right. yeah. here's the thing, though. I mean, I get why they keep the mask as merchandising. You know, merchandising. Right. Like Mel Brooks that's says all, in Spaceballs. That's all Vince exactly. cares But they could still have the mask. You just wear it to the ring and take it off. Andrade. Dr. Wagner Jr. Yeah. GCW does that. Uh, Phantasmo. Uh, Santos. He does it. Escobar. Yeah. So you can still sell the masks and all that stuff. He just, no, don't wear the mask in a match. You That's know? a group I'd like to see in the roster. No, I, I will. I think you hit uh, the entire nail on the head for this entire show. And they I've treat us like the they're stupid. Uh, yes, yeah, they do. <laughs> but like you said, the older fans were not. I mean, and that's the thing, Keith. That's always been my problem with WWE that Mark defends is they treat us like we're morons. Lifelong fans like me, you, Mark, we don't forget things. We're into long-term booking. So I remember when Ray lost but the young, mask. Young the fans oh, yeah. don't remember what they had for breakfast the day before, yeah. though. Hang on, like, now. hang on, hang on, hang on. And that's a generational gap. Yeah. Hey, well, so does anybody else want to happen when Dominic finally turns on Mysterio that he's going to say, you're not my father? <laughs> yes. I can't wait for that. Yeah, Dominic Guerrero. It's definitely going to happen. And it's he matter to Dominic Guerrero. And that's the thing. So we've got a couple of opportunities like that. Right. Dominic has to turn at some point. We've talked. Riddle has to turn. Yeah, he's got Riddle be has to be the heel. It's coming sooner than later. I'm Bro. sure. Bro. I don't think that happens. I think they have too much invested in Riddle as a baby face. Yep. 
I think Orton's the one who turns. And I love it. Uh, That's what I said. The like thing last is, Keith, week, it's too predictable. Is Mark doesn't yep. like Riddle, but Riddle is honestly the biggest baby face on Raw right now. Yes, People love him. I'm inclined to agree with that. They love him. The, the stupid stoner thing appeals. Be, kids don't understand that he's a stoner. They just think he's an idiot on a scooter. With his flip-flops. Adults are like, well, They look, pay no attention to the big mushroom tattoo on his yeah. Adults are like, hey, who's your dealer? But adults are like, oh, he's like Spicoli. You know, it's like, like so he applies. I love that movie. Where's Mr. Hand on Raw? Yeah. Hello, Nard, you said something a minute about, you know, they treat you guys like morons. Is that, is that an accurate quote? Yeah. I, it's, okay. We we know things. And, right. and a lot of the problem that we know so much is social media. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people pretend. And the thing is, a lot of wrestlers do a bad job about kayfabe. They yep. really do. They do. They're, they're like, I hate you. Oh, my God. And then you get on Twitter and they're like, oh, selfie at fucking, you know, Papa Dell's or whatever. Well, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, do you remember so, when Roman and Braun were having K-Fay. their big feud and then they were photographed sightseeing in Rome yeah. during right. a tour? Right, so extrapolating on your idea there, okay? They treat us like. That's a, that's yeah, a I used a big word. word, I know. <laughs> I used it because the morons listening won't understand what it means. So <laughs> you He's said they right treat here. us like morons, right? So. I personally recall going to three WWE matches in my life. And I remember your critique. Two of them. (laughs) Two of them were just, my kids were into it. My children were into it. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll take you. Let's go. And they did. We had a good time and all that good shit. Now, it's not dragging or slagging on anybody, but the one time I went with you, we took Dallas. We went, we had a good time. But we literally sat next to the, the WWE fan that they are preaching to. The morons, as you call that them. That thought it was real. He, this guy, years old. This guy was our my age, not even your age, my age, going, oh, my God, this is so real. Dude, he's, oh, my God, he's going to have to go to the hospital after that. I'm like, you do realize, and I'm, I just, I stopped. I was like, yeah, you know what? Mark ruined it. It was, it's not, but it's the, not that wrestling's fake. That's not it. It's that you need to realize it's entertainment. What's happening in front of you is, is mostly predetermined. There's always sometimes a guy go off script, but... When you sit there and you act like this is a real competition mm-hmm. and you tell everybody around you you believe so much that it's real, well, you're not right. And that's and why you and I are fa- are friends, Mark, right. because – and I've told Rachel that. You so recognize. Mark, Mark's intelligent enough. He understands why we like it. There's an entertainment aspect You like the entertainment it. value. But I'd be at the bank or I'd be out and I'll wear a shirt. And I remember somebody coming up and they're like, oh, my God, that dude broke his neck last week. And I'm so like, <laughs> the dude's literally like on his honeymoon with his wife. Did you know right? he drinks he's a case like, of PBR every night like, of no, the week? He broke his neck. And it's just like, if just, I don't know. I don't want to say people you are just, stupid. You just, grin and, you just grin and shake your head. You yes. do, Keith Wright. And you're like, God damn. Like, you know, and that wrestling is, so, it, it's so toxic, but it's filled with so, there are a lot of intelligent, and that's the thing, wrestling gets a bad rap. They think, oh, it redneck does. shit. It's carny know. shit, they say. It's carny shit, but there's a lot of intelligent people who love wrestling that won't admit it, but right, then you have right. a lot of the lowest IQ people in the world right, that are like, right, I right, love wrestling. Right. Oh, yeah. But you just, you literally no, said, okay. they treat us like we're morons. They think we're morons, right? And so, so they I offer are, this. Yes, to I those offer people. This. I offer this. They are selling to what mathematically we call the lowest common denominator. Yes. Okay. They know they're smart wrestling fans that will just just do the thing. They'll be there. But they know there's this 
there's this guy down there who shares a tooth with somebody else in Kentucky, and that's the guy they want to know oh, buys into the bullshit. Which is wrong, because that guy sharing one tooth in Kentucky doesn't have a pot to piss in. Or he ain't buying no merch. He might show up, or he might scream at the but, TV, but that's but it. But intelligent yes. folks that get what's going on, right. we're like, I'm going to support this dude. You want right. to know why I'm going to support him? He's a hard worker. He works to get that's the fans right. yes. over. Yep. Yep. He does. Yep. He's putting the work in. I want to support that guy. That's those are the guys we have on this show. Right. Sam Stackhouse, right. Alex right. Colon, Alex Colon. Kevin those Gill. are fucking yeah. examples of guys who are busting their ass and have no problem calling out the people that talk shit about them. And that's who I support. Tracy right. Smothers. Oh man, yeah. you know hey, uh, the, the athleticism you know, is not fake. No, the athleticism yeah. has never been fake. Right. The results have always been scripted. You guys are getting me fired up. That's it. That's it. Well, and I have a question for you, Narge. And and the reason I ask this question is because you and I both have done it. We've both been behind the scenes. We've both been in the ring. Yeah. And as intelligent wrestling fans, we kind of see it. Do you feel like you see things coming more, like see it it coming before it happens since you've been in the ring? Like I do since I've been in the ring. It kind of took away a little bit of that luster because I'm like, oh, I see what they're doing here. And I I, I, I see what's setting up. Oh, absolutely, Keith. And the thing okay. is, is I pay more attention to spot calling. I'll see guys yeah. in the ring, and they'll be like, duh, right. duh. and I'll be telling Rachel, I said, you see him do that? Or yep. when, uh, well, uh, AEW, with the dog collar match, Punk fell out of the ring. Yep. Yep. He's His head's half under the ring. I said, Rach, he's under their blade, and right now he's coming out. He's going to be busted. Yep. Uh-huh. He comes out, and he's just gushing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm Definitely. like, back in tell. the day, the guys didn't do that. Tony Blanchard kept a blade under his tongue. Yeah, under there his tongue. Yeah. yeah, he taped it under his tongue, and then when wow. he... But that's the thing. Once, wait, wait, wait. Once... He, he taped a blade under his tongue? Like a little tip of a razor I'd, blade. I'd be afraid to, like, Swallow I don't know, yeah. think. Once... Actually, I don't even think it was taped. I think he just kept it, like, once... in his mouth. I don't know how I he... can barely keep a vitamin B12 yeah, under my like tongue. Yeah, that's like some of those guys. You ever see those guys who wrestle with, like, a toothpick? I've watched a UFC guy fight with a toothpick in his mouth. He'd literally pop it out in the post-fight. He was like, uh, Benson Henderson. How the fuck are you going to do that? Benson Henderson would fight a five-rounder. They'd go to interview him. He'd literally pop his tongue and a toothpick would come out. He fought the whole fight with a toothpick and a mouth guard. Keith, I want to ask you a question. Because you told me the first time you were on the show that when you started watching, you were going to Memphis shows with your dad. So this was back in, I'm going to guess, the early 80s. I'm going to assume you're close to my age. So you saw the... uh, the heat that the old folks would uh, would get with the wrestlers. Oh. oh yeah, Lawler, Lawler, Dundee. You know these guys would get the crowd so worked up back then that it would be riots sometimes. Kaufman, Kaufman, same deal. So when you're talking about, we're talking about the guys that share a toothbrush and all this stuff. That's okay if like if you can get them invested enough to believe something. But. There's also, like you said, there's got to be the intelligent you aspect of it. You have to respect us, too. Right. So you have to find that balance. Like, we can't think that they're morons for thinking it's real, but they can't think we're idiots for knowing it isn't. You're right. Speaking of old folks, my I grandmother, agree. I used to watch wrestling with her all the time when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. She actually thought wrestling was real. Oh, yeah. Everybody did until Vince did Well, here's business. why. Here's yeah. why. Vince killed because it. Because the wrestlers weren't on social media. They weren't hanging together. Right. They they were right. the Undertaker. Every single yeah. one of them was. Vince didn't need a tax break. <laughs> all the all the time. You stay. They stayed in character all the time. I want to talk about that, Keith. The Undertaker's got a lot of heat this week. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Undertaker. Why? They interviewed the Undertaker, and he said a lot of the guys these days they don't have grit, which that's an edge thing. But he said he said you know 
we grew up in the bars. We were busting heads in bars. These kids are in the back playing PS3 and Xbox and blah, blah, And a lot of guys took offense as Joey Janela was like, yeah, I'm sorry we're not all drugged out beating people up in bars. But the thing is, I mean, really, look at the guys now. If you took five of the toughest guys now that you could think of and you put them up with the five of the toughest when we grew up. <laughs> so you're going to take, take, take Lesnar first, right? He's right. legit. Yeah. Who yeah. else you putting up there? Riddle? <laughs> Nick Gage. <laughs> Lashley. Lashley, Riddle, you're taking the MMA guys who right. literally Ronda. fought. Ronda. <laughs> the real Ronda fighters, the yes. But then you're putting them in there with Funk, Stan Hansen, Vader, Haku, Vader, Haku. I'm Billy Robinson. Yeah. You're putting them in with guys who they don't give a fuck. They'll spend the night in jail. You know what I mean? There's none of that, right. well, hey, I tapped out. Now you're going to tap out when I break all your fingers. And that's the thing. When you look at guys from the 80s, when Stan Hansen came out, I remember watching Havoc where Hansen fought Luger uh-huh. as a kid. You know, and this is Hansen done worlds of shit before this. But I was like, that guy's fucking crazy. Like he's spitting all over the ring. He's, you know, it's just it's it's a world of difference. You see yeah. these skin ricochet. I'd like to see Ricochet get in a street fight with fucking Stan Hansen. <laughs> It'd be one and done. Oh, and Rick, yeah. Rick, Rick, I don't think Stan could catch him. That's it, the Cirque du Soleil bullshit. Hey, Keith, I have an idea for Clubhouse Radio Lounge. Clubhouse Lounge Radio. Oh, sorry, got it wrong. Clubhouse (laughs) Lounge Radio. I got you, Keith. CLR. Uh, How about this? And uh, obviously you're doing a beer challenge now, which is really important because Vomit didn't win. But uh, (laughs) how about this? How about this? Okay. When you're done with this current round to support jumping the rail and vice versa, etc., how about we we uh, we will accumulate a list of sixty four pro wrestlers. Too many. No, no. Many. Let me finish this. Too long. Way too many. No, no. Thirty two. No, no. I agree. Way too. I many. say twenty four. Fuck the NCAA does sixty four teams. We let me do, finish. We should do storylines, not wrestlers. Yeah, sons of bitches. Okay, let him finish. Let him. Let me All finish. Right. If I'm wrong at the end of the story, tell me I'm wrong. But let we me wrong finish now, the story. Sixty four <laughs> professional wrestlers from the WWE. AEW, GCW, and every other pro wrestling faction you've ever seen. 64 individuals. You pair them up in such a way, and I mean, you'll probably have to use these two boys here, Mike and Mark, as help seed them, okay? Seed them out, put them together, and ask people, if you thought there was a real fight, not a wrestling match, not a storyline, not a fucking predetermined outcome, but a real fucking, I'm going to kick your ass opportunity, a bar fight opportunity, we call it we call it pro wrestling bar fight. That's the name of the tournament. Okay, who do you brawl think for all. win? We call it brawl, no, brawl, brawl for all. all. There we go. Brawl That's for, it. I was just no, Keith, Keith, I was just Keith, a brawl for all. A pro wrestling, a pro wrestling brawl for all. If you start working that, Marco start has no idea up. what we're laughing about. I don't give I don't. a flying <laughs> fuck. Uh, no, Marco, I think that's a great idea. It'd be I do a fun thing. Great, uh, great business pairing there as well. Um, I think sixty-four is too many because it takes too long. Keith uh, ain't got that because you're talking, about, you're talking about two months. And I think thirty-two is because. Well, the thing is, when I've done multiple polls in a day, that didn't come out right. I bet you have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear how many polls you've done. Keith, Keith Gibson, the Jenna Jameson of podcasting. Mm. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> If anybody needs to, uh, if anybody needs to donate lube to Keith Debs Gibson, let us know. Clubhouse lube. If you do more than one poll a day, people kind of they don't pay attention to it, or they or Facebook kind of. Uh, Did you about call him their algorithm? Gibson Debbie. Not, not everybody see it. So Debbie, no, Gibson. Uh, Debbie Gibson. 
So, uh, Debbie, Debbie, yeah, no, no, no relation. Uh, <laughs> too bad. But I could see as I, can, I just get lost in your eyes, baby. I think, I think we How about do, Robert Gibson? We should do 30. Yeah, 32, Keith. We come up with 32 of the toughest sons of bitches. That's fine. That's, there's nothing wrong with that either. Hey, I said 64 because it's a natural number for tournaments. Do, do we include Ken Shamrock, Dan Severn, guys oh, yeah. like that? Include, include them. Anybody okay. that's competed in professional wrestling. Sabu. Anybody that's ever gotten a paycheck for wrestling ever, which could... Probably not, but could include number the pain one train. seed, the pain train could from uh, Muhammad, Illinois. It probably won't you know, get nominated, but why not? Well, well, so well, make this a real I know, I know we'd love to do oh, that. Yeah. I'm not sure the average person, though, would pay much attention to or Keith, know who has You don't have average people listening to the show, anyways. You got, yeah, you got Tony and Luke sharing their toothbrush in Kentucky, Keith. What? No, Correct. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my God. But my thought is if we did this, I would like to maybe do it where. We put out the 30. We, we all get our heads together. Um, not just the tips, the whole head. Um, and It's uh, my favorite game. As long as nobody gets shafted, we're fine. That's my wife. No. Um, but I think if we did that, I think it could draw some, some real interest in naming who is the best wrestler in the world. But, but the actual best, not the... Scripted best, not the Vince McMahon version of the best. Like well, we're like, just, I, I mean, know that guy would fucking kill. The, the thing so I basically, have, it would be a wrestling tough man contest, right? Yeah. Very the thing good, I have with the best wrestler in the world thing, it, it's always going to come down to subjective. Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan. Right. You know, but I like. No, no, you know, you, I, I don't think you use. I don't think you use past guys. I like the fist fight thing. Uh, no, okay. yeah, Keith, if you want to do recent. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that, that's no, no, a, no, and no. I Keith, get where you're no, coming think, from, Keith. Keith I, I think Brock we Lesnar's use. I think the 32 number is a good number because I think everybody here agrees that that's that's cool. But I do think that we go back to you know uh, Fezzik, huh? Andre, Andre the Giant. Holy yep. shit, Dwayne, go number home. three on Smarts. <laughs> so we go the there. Bus home, we buddy. go Hulk. We go Randy the Macho Man. We go The Rock. We go Steve Austin. We go to all Boy. these names people have heard and. The way you're talking about 32, there are 32 professional wrestlers oh, yeah. in the litany of history that 98% of everybody have heard of, okay? We're not talking about, you know... We're not talking like, Nick Gage. Yeah, we're not talking Nick Gage, and I hate okay. that, but we're not, okay? But the bottom line is, who thinks who could beat somebody else in a fucking straight-up street you're fight? You're saying Hulk Hogan That's against it. Macho Man Randy Savage. Right. Drunk it's as fuck, fight. fighting over Liz in the back. That's right. Because Randy's a controlled son of, controlled and we do a, we do like do a bitch. we do Let's like do a four week poll option where you like you open up round one thirty two that's sixteen contests for one week you all fucking vote and every week every day hey can we throw all of a, us all we throw of in a t shirt for somebody who picks the picks each round correctly sure can I we think, follow I think that we can track go. it works for me I, you know what I think what? we can do I what's think that case set that up I think I can set this up where. I have to do investigating as far as going into picking a, a picking all a, a round at a time, but I think we can do it. I'd have to do some some work on that. But we let's we'll, we'll talk off the show. Offline, we'll okay, have a chat. I have, I have Offline. A uh, what are the requirements? We haven't got there yet. Okay. <laughs> they have to be wrestlers <laughs> Dwayne, that everybody except Dwayne thinks are great. Because if Dwayne thinks are great, they're like pre ninety one. So Vader is going to win the whole thing. <laughs> All right. So I watch I'm, Vader. Do we potato, do we think do we think Vader? I mean, People let's be Vader. open. Let's open. But do we think do, do we think Vader could absolutely kick the shit out of literally all the other wrestlers in history? Yes. 
Um, really? Yes. Um, I got to disagree. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know about I got to disagree. Everybody <laughs> in here, is, I already know where Mark's over here farting he everywhere. He thinks probably Haku, maybe Billy Riley. That's me. I'm right there with him. I'm with Haku. All right. I'm, put, I'm putting a pin in this. We're running short on time. Don't so, put a pin in nothing. So, okay. Keith, we will have you on for uh, for the green, for the Barry Horowitz show. Is that May. next show? No, no. It's not until May. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah, but, but thank you for letting me join in tonight. I appreciate it. Right on, man. Thanks, Thanks for, for all your time, brother. Input, man. Yeah, we need to get to our WrestleMania. Hey, uh, just a yeah. quick, quick and, uh, plug. If anybody out there is listening, you can tune in to chlradio.com to hear the podcast each and every week in case you missed any of the show tonight right here on Jumping the Rail. And uh, make sure you tell all your friends about it, too. And if you tune in to that same thing he just said, you can listen to a whole lot other stuff, and it's worth yeah. it. Local, yes. Thank you, sir. local being like Illinois local musicians, backroom lounge sessions, uh, interviews, yep. and live acoustic performances you will not hear anywhere else. What about the channel where I read from Harry Potter for 24 hours? That's coming straight. up soon. That's, That's coming. Soon. Is, is it in a British is, accent? Is. It's called Harry Peter and uh, read by Mike. <laughs> and the Sorcerer's Bone. Yeah. And the Sorcerer's Bone. It's a 24-hour uh, channel where I just read. And yeah. apparently Great. today... The Nardstastic Voyage became pseudo famous. Yes, I, right. I guess so. Pro Wrestling T said, "Check this out." They did our unboxing time, videos. Baby. Yeah, they they shared a little screenshot of us. I mean, you can't see our faces. We look like Wilson from Home Improvement. Well, I mean, but, you have a face for radio. <laughs> Howdy ho! Hey now. All right. Anyway, thanks guys. Appreciate you. Thanks, yeah, Keith. Man. man, take care. All right. Better, Keith. So moving gonna, right along. All right. So we're gonna. Wrestle to wrap this up. Mania. I mean, we're we're running a little bit late, but we start we got a late start. Who cares? So, yeah, we're we having do. a great time. So we're gonna. I'm having a ball. Let's so, talk WrestleMania. Let's talk WrestleMania. Oh, I don't want to hear what you're doing with the ball, Dwayne. So, Redman's trying to go home. No, got things no, no. To do. Well, you hey, got you're... you shut your mic down and leave. We'll talk. No, no, no. That's fine. Oh, I can go. I can go on. I'm like Ric Flair, man. I can go all night. Woo! Like Space Mountain. Woo! Everybody gets a ride. Oldest ride, longest <laughs> line. <laughs> As they say, I wrote and the lines long because the ride keeps breaking down. They need to fix it. Dwayne, what did you ride? <laughs> I, ro- I rode Space Mountain four times in one day. And Ric Flair appreciates it. Woo! Woo! <laughs> no, seriously, I was at um. Uh, did at, you really uh, know a guy named Space Mountain? <laughs> no, seriously, uh, I was involved in a youth group when I was in high school. My senior year in high school, we went to um, Orlando. You know the um, Florida. Yeah, exactly. We've heard oh, of that Florida. place. Orlando, Jordan. We Orlando, a, where meth comes true. We spent a week in Florida, and our last day there, we went to Orlando and went to Disney World, and I stood in line and rode Space Mountain four times. And he wooed every Woo, single time. Who did? Him or Space Mountain? <laughs> Space Mountain, like, woo, Dwayne's here. All right. So, so we're gonna I'm thinking Family Guy moments now. So we're going to Joe Hammer slow segue it right to... Uh, we're going to segue the fuck out. <laughs> About to hammer this shit out, We're man. Hammer it out. So, hey! <laughs> so we don't have a show until like coming up before WrestleMania. So we're gonna get into a little bit of this, and I think we're still gonna try and do a kickoff, like a pregame, like we did for Diamond. Oh, for dude, WrestleMania. We should tell the fans now. We are gonna do a. Uh, so WrestleMania is happening on April two and April three. Is that right? Yes, correct. Correct. So, Bingo. some of you know, some of you don't know. Don't give a shit. Uh, April second. We collectively, the three of us, plus whoever the fuck tags along with us, I won't be there. Whoever tags along, we're gonna go see 
We're going to go see this Jericho guy. You guys might have heard Chris of him. Jude. Chris, Chris, Chris Judas. Jericho? Chris Judas. And oh, his, yes. And this Chris weird Judas. band his, which is uh, Fuck Ozzy or Fozzy. I don't know Fozzy. what they call themselves. Fozzy. But, uh, Any chance I can see do them. my Dan Housen impression, I'm going to jump through. I can there you go. Very we're nice. Gonna, they were nice. Very evil. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to see Fozzy on the second. So we're going to queue up WrestleMania. We're actually going to come back here to Champaign from Chicago. and Aurora. That's, Home of Wayne and Garth. Anybody listening besides us knows it's still Chicago. There's no gas works in Aurora. That's pissed me off when I moved there. There's no donut. <laughs> that there's one, no, Stan there's Makitas. no Stan Makitas. There's no gas works. You That's lived in Aurora? Sucks. Yeah. I didn't know that. I did. Anyways, we're going to do that. We're going to come back on Sunday the 3rd. Most likely hungover shit. Nard especially because he's leaving at 8 in the morning to come back to do some Well, I got to do a baseball shit. game, so I'm going to miss half of shit. whatever you guys are you doing. You dad shit. Hey, so, so we're even for the rumble. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we are going to find a way to at least throw a lot of live shit at you for WrestleMania. We should move this little camera A lot. There and do a live. Like a live stream? Li- live reaction. Yeah, we, we have that. We have a camera up there for that, too. Oh, shh, shh. He has that's the one I flipped off. That's the one I flipped off. We don't want week. everybody to know where the cameras are, but uh, so dates. if you're listening and you're into Wrestle, <laughs> if you're into WrestleMania, we are going to be oh balls deep. <laughs> Fucking guy, we're going to be balls deep in WrestleMania. Balls and deep. We hope you guys sky. are listening. If nothing, you can laugh along. But if you see WrestleMania Saturday and then you go to Sunday, understand we're three hours behind you at that very yeah. moment. Uh, no spoilers on the Facebook page. Yeah, please don't. Please. Yeah, please we don't, don't want to hear about Steve Austin whooping ass all night Saturday. So you uh, know that's going to happen regardless, right? It is. Oh, it, there you are. Stone Cold is going to open up a can of whoop ass. I have high hopes for Steve Austin. Yeah. I think it's more than a, a beatdown. Hey, it's, Narge, are we going to get the Broken Skull American Lager? I was just getting high, Steve. What is that? The high, hard one? Are we going to get the Broken Skull American Lager at some point and try at that? At some point, I search. It's got to be better than the IPA. The IPA oh. tastes like dirt. Everything is better than the IPA. The next IPA time I- is bullshit. It stands for it. Hang on a minute. All right, we'll come up with an acronym for IPA it, it later. Passes it's, his ass. it's piss assholes. It's piss assholes. There you go, right there. We now have an acronym for IPA. If you like IPA beers, it's piss asshole. I found it in Indy the last time I was through, so I think Indy piss go to asshole. Indy. Brownsburg of all places, home of the White Castle. Yep. I love White the Castle, vomit by castle. The White Castle's fantastic. Holy Dwayne. shit! We went to that fucking Kegel show. And we ate fucking. That shit. We split a thirty pack, a sixty pack of like that of goddamn sliders. van smelled like ass. I mean onions in White Castle for three weeks. I've seen the women, six I, gassy hey, fellows with hey, White Castles. I've seen the women you bring home. That ain't the first time it smelled like onions. Hey, yeah, but hey, I, but hey, I, hey. but I earned that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're, we're again. Flying off the rails here. Hey, that's our job. We don't jump off the rail. We jump hey, and we float. So we that, had never, we never pointed this what out. What did though. you do, Dwayne? Dwayne broke fucking something. You know who gave us a shout out and said they loved the name of our show? I do, but I'll bet the people would love to hear it. The people, Terry Brunk himself, the homicidal, suicidal, genocidal, madman from Sudan. Uh, no, that's uh, Abdullah Butcher. Sabu. Actually commented on Facebook, he saw our group, and he thought Jumping the Rail was just a fantastic name for a podcast. He actually agreed to come on. I don't know if he remembers that, but Sabu did agree to come on to our show at some Wait, point. Sabu? Sabu. 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 Sabu? 
Not Abu. The Sabu. Are you Sabu? Yes. Oh, he my We got juice. Dwayne, in- stop doing that. You're in a room with a bunch of guys. Stop now. Don't pull on it again. Dwayne, uh, we were in, so we were in <laughs> we were in Chicago for Chris Cagle, and I'd had a couple of drinks. And no. Oh, what? There's a couple. No. We identify a couple as not one and not 17. We were riding home, and I was like, holy shit, Mark, look at this. Terry Brunk doesn't mean nothing to anybody else, but it means something to us. And it was. It was Sabu. He it was liter- It was like a backseat masturbatorium going on. Yes, it was like all that. Uh, but he did. He said jumping the rail. I kept telling him not to hit me in the back of my head with that wet shit again. What happens when you hit him in the back of the head and you smack him? What's that called? That's a, it's a reboot. It's a, it's a reboot. Yeah, uh, it's Windows happening again. I have no idea. But uh, but Sabu thought it was an awesome name for a podcast. He loved it. He said he's not very good at podcasts, but he'd love to come on. So I wonder if we that, could. I guess we have Sabu coming on. That would some be awesome. I wonder if we could get Fonzie on with him. No, uh, Sabu is a true. Hey, you are Fonzie's new BFF. You got to reach out and tell him. I mean, you and Bill are—I mean, you've been exchanging messages. He calls me daddy on a regular basis. Y'all exchange gift cards and flowers every other week. I I assume that's right. There was a Valentine gram in there too. I heard a V gram. Yeah, (laughs) Sabu's like the godfather of hardcore. He's—he's up there. His uncle is the, the original sheik, king yeah. of hardcore. The original sheik, yeah. yes. All right, moving on. All right, let's get it back into moving WrestleMania. Moving right along. So, I do have a top 10 Tuesday tailored for WrestleMania. We can get into that now, or we can get into the regular discussion. It's up to you, fellas. I wait a minute. Get I into what, 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 what? I'm good either way. I yeah, think we so should go around number the table. 10, wait, 10, 10. No, 10, I think we should go around the table. Okay. All right, then. We don't have to get into it. Favorite okay. WrestleMania of all time. Not moment, just overall Okay. WrestleMania and why? All Real right. quick, make it make it thirty seconds. Okay. Boom. Marco. Never ever I mean <laughs> whatever what was the one was at his house. Yeah, exactly. You know that was great. That you was know? the best one. You know why it was the best one? Because we were I had that all you awesome. fuckers here that was and awesome. had a blast. I had but a honestly, ball. I mean, if I was gonna go and think about something that mattered more to me when it came to WrestleMania's, it was probably one of them that involved the Hulk. Which is number one with Mr. T. That would be the Done, one. Right? You know what? Let's start. Menders, we're going to start with you since you're still on the line with Menders, us. go. Which Favorite WrestleMania? Right. Favorite WrestleMania is 17. Um, huge, Hardy's 17. Edge, Christian, uh, 3D, yeah, Deadly Boys, and the Gimmick Royal Rumble was my favorite ever. I love the Gimmick Royal Rumble. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. My wife hates when I do the brother love voice. So that's why I, I wish it. that I wish they do it again. I know everybody thought it was a clusterfuck. I thought which it was we'll good. see in two weeks. <laughs> the but. poor, the poor Iron Sheik couldn't move. <laughs> oh. The whole reason he won it. There's gonna be a Hogan. At yeah, yeah, that's the whole reason he won because he couldn't take a bump. That's <laughs> a that's a great call. Uh, let's see. I'm Narge. Why don't you go? I next? will. I'll it's bet easy. I know what it is. It's easy. I got the jacket. I wear any chance I can. Mm-hmm. As a kid, there were no two greater powers in the universe than the ultimate warrior and Hulk Hogan. Zigo. And when they collided in Toronto at WrestleMania 6, the, the greatest... I mean, I've watched that WrestleMania more than any other pay-per-view ever. Just to see the passing of what we thought was the torch, it wasn't. Yeah, Hogan wouldn't let that happen. Warrior wasn't ready. <laughs> well, that's true, too. But it was just, I mean... Think back how often they they take two just massive baby faces and say, 
have at it. That was the first time I remember. I mean, the crowd the crowd was split. Yeah, you know, I mean, who do you pick? As a kid, I was a Warrior fan. As I grow older, I knew that Hulk Hogan is a legitimate reason that there are so many professional wrestling fans today. WrestleMania six, my favorite WrestleMania of all time. Nothing else will ever come close. Okay. Yep. That's a very well reasoned response, brother. Uh, favorite match, I'm guessing, was Tito Santana and the Barbarian. Were they on that show? Yeah. I always fast forward to the end. <laughs> no, you know, I really like Mach and uh, Dusty. That was oh, good. The mixed tag, yeah. That was fun. Um, Rude and uh, Superfly. Superfly. There's so many good ones. You had uh, Haku and Andre against Demolition. Yeah, that was a fun one. Just the whole show was just great. It was, yeah. you know, it's just a who's who of <laughs> 1980s awesome. DDP driving rhythm and blues to the ring. Yeah. He's been Cadillac. The hammer with his uh, black hair, yep. you know. But now Hogan Warrior, I mean, kicking out of each other's finish, the double clothesline. Warrior loses all his paint. I can't right. remember any other time where Warrior didn't have all his paint was gone. I mean, they literally put it all out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumor from what I read years ago was that Hogan was supposed to heel turn that night. That was I They wanted hearing, that. I heard that. But at the end, he shook his hand. He gave, gave him the belt. The belt Stole his thunder. Had a big yeah. hug. The big hug, man. All right. Should have waffled him with the belt. <laughs> Dwayne, favorite WrestleMania and why? I'm right behind Narge, and my favorite is WrestleMania 5, where the Mega Powers exploded. I and remember that match. Savage kicked Hogan's ass on that show. Actually, Hogan won that match. <laughs> he won, but he still got his ass kicked. <laughs> anyway. Savage got a belt because the Hulkster helped him out. I don't understand. Because the Hogan had to get his jollies and steal his thunder. <laughs> and like, I could... It's the whole argument I don't need to get into again. Everybody knows my position on I this. now know which one was my actual favorite. Anyway, growing up, you know, living with your mom and dad, you know, they're really tight on money, so you really couldn't afford the pay-per-view, you know, added to the cable bill. So <laughs> WrestleMania five was the very first WrestleMania that I was actually able to see live. You were there? No, I wasn't there. I watched it live. <laughs> Closed circuit television pay-per-view the only good thing trump ever did so you know and that, that hogan and macho man match was was awesome you know and i think i gotta disagree with you on this one redmond hogan was not the heel savage keep, was keep in mind i'm your ride okay you're right you're right but seriously, keep in uh, mind it's just 2.1 miles but or got, Uber. We got into this a little bit earlier, you know, and <laughs> Macho, he, he was a psycho, you know, and I'm just going to leave it at that. He was a psychologist? Now, five, we got Rude and Warrior, right? Yeah. They had an actual match that right. night. That was, I love that match. one. Great Heenan, match. Heenan held the boot. And, oh, Heenan. Yep. He's a rascal. I'm a, I'm a Rude fan, though, so. Dwayne and I got no problem with five either. No problem. Nineteen. Nineteen? Nine, I think that's. Did I read that? What right? happened that's there? Nineteen, uh, right? WrestleMania nineteen from Seattle. Yeah, yeah. was that whole, The Rock beat Rock and Austin. Steve Austin. The final match. And uh, hang that on, was a good one. all the other results that mattered. Hang on, it. Uh, Brock Lesnar and uh, Kurt Angle. Yeah. Kurt Angle. Kurt. Er, the real Brock wrestler. Brock Lesnar. The real neck. wrestler. And they <laughs> went at it. I mean, yeah. that was that's pretty impressive, right? It was a great match. Brock. Fucked up, about killed himself, but yeah, yeah, I remember that. Eating soup but out of that a was straw. that was when Steve Austin, his beer can, three sixteen, all that shit. That was when The Rock's like, "Now, nah, bitch, I'm here." Yep, 
because they they had been battling for years. Like they were the Hulk and Macho of their generation. This was the rubber match, right? Mm, and this yep. was the one that The Rock won. And I think that was the one that kind of let him kick his leg down and go, boom, I'm going to the movie show now. Yep, yep pretty much. So that would be it for me, 19. Redman. I had to look at all the XIX, the, the, the Roman numerals, like, how's that work? Okay, it's I can't wait for you to say the Playboy Pillow Fight WrestleMania. That's the that one. Was, that was that one. That was that one. <laughs> speaking of numerals. your favorite. Speaking of numerals, they're not even using numerals. Wait, no, that was Did you notice I wasn't even thinking about the women? But no, the pillow fight was 20, I think. But actually, I'm, I'm with Menders. I'm saying 17. A lot of folks love the 17. I mean, number one, it was the it first was one. Great. It was the first one after, like, since, like, WrestleMania 8 that seemed like a big spectacle. Because it was in the Astrodome. Aren't you the guy with the top 10? Yeah. You can't agree with her. You just can't give away the answer. The, no, the top 10 is the rest. Oh, top okay. Tens. Okay, fine. Have we're another not on the, drink, we're not on the top Marco. 10. Jeez. But no, WrestleMania 17, number one, <laughs> first match on the show's Regal and Jericho. I mean, come on. How do you <laughs> top that? All I give a shit is Lemmy was there. And Motorhead was there, yes. Triple H and Undertaker had a classic on that show. Yep. Rock and Austin, I didn't care for the Austin heel turn. That's really the only thing that really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. The TLC match was the best TLC match there ever was, I think, with those three teams. Uh, Benoit and Angle. I mean, who's not Benoit and Kurt Angle? Who the hell's Chris? Who or who's Benoit? Benoit, that'd be the Chris guy. We, we, we can say him. his name in a professional wrestling. We sense. don't talk about Benoit. You got a mouse in your pocket? It's like Bruno. <laughs> we don't Benoit. talk about but, him. But, if, but going through that whole card, there's not a bad match on that's that a, show. That's a t-shirt. We don't what? talk about Benoit. You play oh. off the Disney oh. Bruno. And you, and you play jump. off the WWE. That, yeah, and like, oh, I'm sorry about that motherfucker being that guy he was. We don't. That's a jumping the rail shirt. Yeah. We don't talk about Benoit. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll design it. Jumping the rail. We don't talk about Benoit. But we do. No, we don't. I do. <laughs> well, you do. Well, we don't. Don't talk about his grisly end, but we talk about his great hey, wrestling career. Shout out to Justin King. He's listening in. I, Anybody know no. Hey, Justin, hey, Justin you're really listening. When are you going to respond to my 14,000 <laughs> messages going, hey, come on the show with Stalker. us, brother? You and your brother. <laughs> hey. Well, no, we I, got, just, I just, one or the other. I don't give a shit. We're friends. Hey, we Bring got, them both on. We'll have a blast. Justin and Robert were great guys. I, I knew them before we're. they were famous. I mean, <laughs> you they know still what? are. You know, I don't know, you know them you know, anymore. You know, I know Justin and Robert simply from uh, Radmakers and uh, what's that place in Savoy where you do karaoke all the time? Senators. Senators. I know those guys from there, and I know. Uh, I knew them and, before you. Yeah, I know you did, but I, I am older, so it took they're, me longer to catch up. Talk about but they're two, great guys. Talk about two guys who just busted their ass to get somewhere. Work the fuck out, man. Robert just and push, Justin push. both. Um, two great guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, busted their ass to get where they were. Where they, you know. Um, and they Jesus can sing Christ. their ass off. And we, I mean, they, NWA the other night. Yeah. You know, so. I used to see uh, Robert and Justin at Memphis on Main back in the day uh, for karaoke, and they can sing their ass off. Trust me. Yeah, well, Memphis on Main all the time. And now one of them, and I, I'm sorry, you're listening, and I'm wrong, but one of them did uh, a pro wrestling stint. Like, he kept going, like, overseas, like India. That's or, uh, Justin. That was Justin? Yes. Okay. So is Justin still doing the wrestling thing, and Robert is the police officer in Farmer City? Well, actually, they're both doing uh, the referee thing in wrestling. Uh, Robert is with NWA. But one of them is a lot less uh, active. active than the other. Uh, one is, like, very active. The other one is, I have a day job, 
and I do this when I can. That would be Robert. He's the okay. uh, he's the uh, he's a police uh, officer, right? Police officer, okay, all right, yes. cool, yes. cool, cool. But he also yes. does I'm sorry, guys. Yes. We are literally we are literally putting your business on blast on our. But dudes, come what on, man. What if he's undercover? We've been friends for years. <laughs> You've just blown. You his know cover. what? You know if he's undercover in his own name, he should change police departments because they don't know how to do undercover. His name is supposed to be Phil Smith. Oh shit! I just outed him, didn't oh, I? Oh no, Phil is out. <laughs> Dude, that was the best sound effect tonight. Thank Fuck you. Fuck the bullshit. That was great. I love my soundboard. It gives me a personality. All right. Something has to. All right, so we're going to move on. Uh, Narge made a quick pit stop. He'll be back in, but we'll keep going until he He's comes back. He's out of tequila. Dwayne, I'm going to ask you, what is your favorite, and I'm not even saying greatest, because that'll happen in the list. Hey, I'm at what Dwayne, your... where the fuck's the whiskey? It's Look in that. your belly. The empty bottle's in front of Dwayne. Dwayne drank all our whiskey. That actually, means he has to buy actually, you more. Narge was the one that just drank it last. And I was blaming on tequila Narge. He don't <laughs> drink <laughs> whiskey. whiskey. He drinks Narge. tequila. It's whiskey Narge. No, I'm whiskey. All right, so Dwayne. I don't know. I'm not asking for greatest. What is your favorite WrestleMania match? That would be Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker. When, um, the, Under- when the Undertaker won and Shawn Michaels retired, that match. So 26. Yes. Not 25. Yes, 26. See, a lot of people say 25. Well, actually, they're both really they're good. 26 great. is the new 25. That's what I heard. Well, actually, they're both really good, but yeah. if I have to pick one, it's going to be 26. See, I would pick 25 over 26, but there's not a wrong answer there. It's it's awesome. Uh, Nard's favorite WrestleMania match. Not greatest, just favorite. And don't say Hogan Warrior. De- okay, <laughs> well, shit. Uh, yeah, it, Hogan Warrior generally. If I had to pick another one, uh, 14, Austin. Sean Michaels. Man, people don't give Michaels enough credit. He was hurting in he that match. Hurt? Man. He was hurt? You think he was about to cry in that match. Just it was just the pain. It was such a passing. Uh, you knew. I think everybody knew what was coming. Mm-hmm. But to get there, to have Tyson, to have I mean, the build up to that match alone, maybe greater than any other build up. I think Tyson on Raw was one of the best, maybe oh, the greatest Raw moment of right all time. Right after the rumble with the shove and everything? Yeah. Was that before to... or after he had a snack? No, this was after. after. He was released from prison, and I mean, WWE was trying to do him a solid, yeah. really. I mean, that's why he came on. WWE well, was trying to do him a solid. Tyson's a big wrestling fan. He loves it. Yeah. So, loves him very muscular wrestling fan. Yes. We're talking, about Mike Ty- we're talking about Mike Tyson and not Tyson Fury. We're talking about Cecily Tyson, the actress. <laughs> right, right. You should see her in a thong. <laughs> I'd rather not. Hey, uh, Menders. You should, though. What was your favorite match? Yeah. I haven't got there yet. Okay. Hey, Menders, Menders, go, Menders. Fa- favorite WrestleMania match? Uh, WrestleMania 24, Sean and Rick. Ooh. Very, very interesting choice. That's a good I'm, match. I'm sorry. You yeah. do realize, Mark, yeah. when you say it's I a very you. interesting choice, that means you have Sean, no Sean other Ma- words. Come Sean on Michael, now. Sean Give us more. Like Rick and he goes, I'm, I love you. I'm sorry. Yeah, that, was a little, that was a little cheesy. But the match <laughs> itself was really good. But, uh, yeah. You ready for uh, top ten? Well, you haven't got the mine yet. Oh. <laughs> Come on, no, You're doing the top ten. <laughs> okay, what is yours? My, my, all right. My favorite WrestleMania match is WrestleMania 19, Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho. Yes. Yes, absolutely yes. Because Chris Jericho, the lead singer of Fozzy, was in it. Yes. It was a great match. Great uh, blow off to a great feud. Well, yeah, what led up to that? Uh, was Jericho basically saying he didn't want to. He was he started in business wanting to be the next Shawn Michaels, then decided he wanted to be the first Chris Jericho. Jericho's working heel. Michaels is the baby face. Yeah. And they just had 
exchanges over the course of like six months until they finally had they didn't wrestle each other until WrestleMania. And they had where Jericho knocked Michaels out of the rumble with the chair shot. It was just really well done. I'm glad nobody said Mr. T and Roddy Piper WrestleMania too. <laughs> oh, the boxing match? Yeah, terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, and I love some Mr. T. Yeah, yeah. you know, I pity the fool. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mention: uh, WrestleMania 10, Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon ladder match. Honorable mention number two: best match of the show on WrestleMania 10 was Brett versus Owen. I was about to say Brett Owen, <laughs> greatest opening WrestleMania match ever. And Owen won clean. Nobody thought that was going to happen. No, the little uh, roll-up, you know. The victory roll. That was fantastic. Yeah. Hey, Matt. So your reference to Foz, to Chris Jericho was mm-hmm. what year? 19, or 19, 2003. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Why? That was four years after Fozzie started. Yes. Fozzie was Moon Fozzie wins. All right. So we're going to get to our uh, our top ten before we call it a night, because it's getting close to the witching hour. And <laughs> You're going to turn into a pumpkin? <laughs> How do you know I'm not already? we got things to do tomorrow. We're in Dwayne. central Illinois. Yeah. You turn into a bumpkin. <laughs> I've been a bumpkin, buddy. All right. So our top ten list this week, top ten WrestleMania matches. I'm going greatest this time. Why am I not plugged in? Hmm. I have an idea for number one. Plug it's it in. Plug it in. All right, here we go. My charger was not working, so... All right. Is it from San Diego? Yeah. Or Los Angeles. All right. So this is another one of those deals where there's not a wrong spot for any of these, but I'm going to get yelled at for at least two of them. From your brother, Narge, probably. Narge, or probably in. from you. Hey, if we, get, in. if we get another heated email from John Redman. He's got to be on the show soon. It's he's all Mark's on the fault. Show so we can talk it out right here, man right, to man. Right. Mono, is, he's going to be in town next week, which is between shows, so he won't be able to come on. Ah. He is. He's coming betwixt. Betwixt. Shows? Yes. We could do I, a. We could do a special edition, but if we did that, we'd have to charge. We, we, can, we can make. We can make that our WrestleMania pregame. Where we just watch all Vader matches for like two hours and we critique them. Did I Vader be honest here? I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what, guys. Next Tuesday, a week from today, mm-hmm. I have nothing going because I have yet to ramp up these other ideas I have. Mm-hmm. So I personally. I'm willing to do a pregame for WrestleMania, but you two need to decide if you want to, and our fans that listen all the time have to tell us whether they even give a fuck we do it. Yeah. I'm in. Listen to Wayne. So you can check in and log in and listen to us. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in as long as John brings the Terramana tequila. Uh, yes. Yeah, because... Tuesday is tequila day, and he should tequila. leave. And he should leave at home all his ideas. Tequila. That Macho Man was worth a shit. I thought you were going to say leave all of his kids at home. <laughs> He's got well, like that'd be helpful. That'd, that'd be, be helpful. That'd be helpful. Dad's house. All right. I mean, so, so my <laughs> child, my my son, he handles Scrappy's business. That's all. I'll bet he does. He picked the shit up. All right. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna get going here. Uh, <laughs> number ten. All right. Where's my? There you go. I got you. You don't need that. <laughs> All right, number ten. I got. I got Shawn Man's phone. Hey, hey, doing business here. All right, WrestleMania twenty-one. Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. Very nice, very nice, Mm -hmm. but not great. Go ahead. Yeah, you didn't see it. Proceed. (laughs) I heard the names. I know it was better. Great back and forth on that one. All right, number nine. WrestleMania twenty. Triple H versus Shawn Michaels versus Chris Benoit. 
Chris Benoit. This was a great match. Yeah. Had Benoit not done what he did, did Benoit get blown away? No. No. Yeah, he, he won. won. And the confetti problem, and the only problem is it was the only issue I had was it was a predictable finish, but it was a great match though. Him and Eddie right at the over end, their heads. A, a, a great visual. Great visual. Yeah. yeah. All right, number eight. I've got uh, Undertaker versus Triple H, the uh, Hell in a Cell match from WrestleMania 28. That was an awesome match. Yep. That's what Dwayne, we all leave together with Sean, right? The end of Give an era us more, match, Dwayne. Yeah. Give us more. Go. Why was it awesome? Why was it awesome? Yeah. Uh, why? <laughs> well, that guest of the year deep title subject slipping away. <laughs> Don't make me call well, Tyler. Well, it's a deep knew, subject. Come I, on, Dwayne. I knew you guys were going to do this. You, we, guys like you walk, knew, you knew, you knew. Chops will be busted on jumping the rail. But here's the thing, Dwayne. They're the walking encyclopedias. I am literally at challenging you, and I know nothing. I just want to know it's why true. that's your opinion. That's all. I'll tell you why, Dwayne. Why? Because it really was the end of an era. We had three guys who were regular roster guys from an era that we love, the Attitude Era. And this was it felt fitting like they yeah. were they were kind of the last men standing, All due you know, respect not counting to Colby. Rock or, but and it was, it was just a great match. You knew, you know, Undertaker went over. How many false finishes? There was a lot that? of false finishes. A that lot. when Michaels hit the super kick into the pedigree, I thought it was over. I thought that was it. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. here it is. Streaks over. And you don't see a referee sell the way Michaels was selling in that match. He yep. looked like his heart was breaking over having to choose a winner in that match. Yeah. All right. So, so Dwayne, is that? What your view was? Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay, uh, cool. Dwayne, hand me that bottle. I don't want it to get thrown at me, so I'm going to hold on to that. Pass it over to it's Marco. If he says yet. Hogan Warrior, I'm... Number seven. Get the oh, tables, oh, Dwayne. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> WrestleMania 6, Hogan Warrior. Get the tables, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, Matt. Now, in all fairness, new guy here. Who won? Hogan or Warrior? Warrior. Warrior. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Warrior won. I know what I heard. I heard who won that. He Hogan. I'm uh, so used to saying Hogan wins because so, it, so, it was Warrior. So what I heard was Warrior match. was handed the victory, but Hogan actually won. Is that accurate? Hogan, Hogan got his got his they both thunder at the it, end. Honestly, Mark, for me, and I I said it a minute ago, and I'll repeat myself. As a kid. There were no two greater wrestlers that I knew at that point. Exactly. The, the yeah. Right. WrestleMania six, what, nineteen ninety? I'm 90. six I'm six years old. So you're bought oh the fuck in God. all the way. I was, yeah. I was eight. Hogan, Ultimate War. These no, are my guys. I don't even know who Ric Flair is. Ultimate Warriors got with if the I'm lime not mistaken, green, that was right? the day before your birthday. April yeah. first, nineteen ninety. Yeah. So he was uh Ultimate Warrior was all lime green, right? Lime green like oh, a lot of orange. Orange. Orange, orange. orange oh, and yellow. Who's got with the lime green everywhere? That was also Warrior on other days. Lime green was the color I remember. And I didn't have pay-per-view, but the VHS cassette at Old Town Video in Westville. The pose. It's (laughs) the the ultimate ultimate challenge. The the, back of your jacket. The the lightning bolts. It's purple. The mountains. Visually, maybe one of the greatest WrestleMania posters of all time. I challenge you to wear that jacket to the Fozzie concert. I will (gasps) do it. I think the gauntlet has been thrown down. As long as it's chilly, I'll do it. All right, number six, uh, another one of my favorites. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. Brett versus Owen from WrestleMania 10. Yep. Number yep. six. Number six. Dude, it's it's a loaded list, man. All well, right. what's, what's awesome about that, I mean, I don't want to keep going on and on. I mean, Owen wins. So yeah. you don't know at That's the end the of the thing. night Brett that won, Brett is literally going to leave as the champ. If Brett had won that match, I don't think it would be on the list. No. Owen has to win. As, as a younger brother, you, you and I are both younger brothers. We love the fact that Owen beat Brett. Yeah. 
when, Owen, when Owen slapped Brett in the face, I was like. <laughs> and the like, thing oh. is, is Owen was not wrong. No. Brett was, you know, Owen was not wrong. He was living in the shadow of the hitman. Yep. All right. Number five, and this is going to get me some heat with a lot of people, I think. WrestleMania three, Randy Savage versus Ricky Steamboat. I got number five. Yeah, that's, that's too low, bro. That's way too low, in my opinion. I think that it should be at least number in the top three. I said high, but I agree. Yeah, maybe you, maybe a little higher. Do there. you know that's why I have fantastic. it so low? Why? The finish. Yeah. George the Animal Steel interfered in that match and caught, and helped Ricky Steamboat win the match. Okay. Okay. He took the he yeah, knocked, uh, story. He so knocked Savage off the top rope. On. There was some cheating going on. But yeah, that George sucks. knocked Randy off the top rope onto and he landed on the bell, knocked himself silly. You know then, why George did that? Because he's a Because prim- Randy Savage is a control he, freak because, and won't let Elizabeth because he's do a, her goddamn thing. He's a primitive beast. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. All right. Number George four George and Hogan got it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Yeah. Number number four. All right, I do want to get a George Amos Steel T-shirt from the old days. Yeah, uh, is, is he still alive? He nope. is passed on, sadly. Jim oh. Myers, rest in peace. Number four. Uh, I mentioned it earlier. Jericho versus Michaels from WrestleMania 19. Just wall to wall. Just a great match. Great back and forth. You didn't know who was going to win. Michaels got the flash pin at the end, and Jericho got his heat back. Yeah, just good stuff. That's good. I can't wait for Earthquake Adam Bomb WrestleMania 10. That's coming, right? <laughs> that was barely a match. Oh. That's right That's right behind uh, Red Rooster versus Bobby Heenan. How about Vince McMahon and Bret Hart? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Also garbage. All right. Number th- number three. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. I, I would hope so. All right. Number three, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels WrestleMania 26. Yes, I agree. I agree. That's great. the excellent match. That's the excellent second match. one. That's, yes. the, that's the one where Michaels retired. Yeah, that was an excellent match in my great opinion. Great match. All right, number two, another one of my I, – I could have easily said this was my favorite WrestleMania match, uh, Austin versus Brett from 13, the submission match. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's Ooh. that really set Steve Austin up on the trajectory. Right. And it got Brett that over the top with the heel turn, too. Yep. Austin passing out. Couldn't have been better. Yeah, Shamrock he, is the referee. Yes. Just good stuff. Hey, talk about a guy who deserves to go in the Hall of Fame. Shamrock? Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a uh, discussion for maybe next Tuesday. Dwayne, what do you next, think? If we bring, wait a minute, going to Hall of Fame? Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, hey. wait. Before I think, if we bring John on next, we talked about this. We need to do a Hall of Fame discussion. I'd be okay with that. Okay, make well, it part I, of the pregame. I think we should all come with three. We've done this before, but three. Uh, see, I can't pick Vader no more. So now I got to come up with three more. Mm-hmm. Three that, people that are not in the Hall of Fame that, that deserve to be. To be. And, Vader's going in. Okay. Now, we do should, we exclude AEW talent? Because they wouldn't, be able, they wouldn't be able to come accept it anyway. Okay, so how about we create a Jumping the Rail Hall of Fame? How about we do that? We have a Jumping the Rail, and you can pick from it. And we automatically induct everybody that's already in one of the Halls of Fame. We say, you know what, you're there. And then we, but we choose to bring you, because then we can pick like Effie. Then we can pick whoever. I don't Engage. Right, the, the exactly. pain train. The pain train. Yeah, pain yeah train. we could pick the pain train. I mean, we could do it. Nobody Somebody's else got to. We could <laughs> nominate. We could nominate the pain train. All right, but let's the viewing voting public. Duke Grossi for me. They would treat him like uh, Barry Bonds. David Arquette. Barry Horowitz. All right. Hey, Norge. Right. Yeah. Think we think we talk Jason V into being in it. Jason V, the fabulous Jason Vendetta. I bet I'd, I'd put him in. He's first ballot. What all about Titty Nashville? <laughs> Titty Nashville. Oh, Titty goes oh, in Lord. easily. <laughs> I just want to be clear. Titty 
all by itself wins, but if it's got a twin sister and they're now titties, they win big. <laughs> what, about, what about Spike Dudley? Hey, we can't do this today. Didn't we talk about <laughs> that earlier and nobody else D- gave a fuck? Dwayne's pining to get on next week. He yeah. really wants to be part of this shit. He's, he's our dinner stamp. He's wanting the booking. <laughs> all right. So we still have a number one. And <laughs> oh. Mine's better. WrestleMania 25. Number Undertaker one. versus Shawn Michaels. Just Whoa, perfect match. Yeah. My oh, one. I saw, I saw, I saw him, I saw him say it so loud. He had to roll away from the mic, that, so he didn't make our ears bleed. He was like, "Oh fuck you, you're wrong." I saw that. Go ahead, Dwayne. Real quick, tell us why he's wrong, because we got to hear this. Come Please on, tell me why you're wrong. Number one, Hulk Hogan, Andre <laughs> the Giant, WrestleMania three. You know what? If yes. It was, if yes. it was Andre yes. from 1981, yes. maybe. Boom. Dwayne, I don't have a problem with that being on the list. What was get, WrestleMania three? What year? Uh, Eighty-seven. At the oh, Pontiac six years later. Silverdome. Hey, by the, the way, very, there was the no WrestleMania that year. What? In eighty-one, there no, was I mean, no WrestleMania. Give me Andre the Giant from nineteen eighty-one. Yeah, but against Hogan. But how many opportunities did Andre and Hulk have in the WrestleMania area? It was the third WrestleMania they got together. What was WrestleMania one? It was who? Uh, Hogan and Mr. Hogan T against, against and who Piper was number and two and who was number two Piper and Orndorff Hogan, Hogan and Bundy. Bundy okay so number three was both those Andre Hogan was a baby face. And, Andre. and Andre they wasted Andre I, at sorry, WrestleMania man. too he was in the football player battle royal thing they wasted him as a guy that doesn't know shit about shit but I agree with Dwayne because Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan at that point in time were the two no it should be on giants. the list that's one I agree with Rebin Flair Savage, eight. Too much interference from Perfect. Okay. That's all I care about. I want to hear. Yep. Piper, Brett, same show. Yeah, that was a good match. Yeah. Okay. The the TLC. Right. You don't chase waterfalls, those people? No. <laughs> There's so many. About... I give Redman credit. We're... Picking a top 10 WrestleMania is almost impossible. It'd, it'd be easier to do a top 100. Well, yes. it's very subjective, so like... Everybody listening is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Are you nuts? Uh-huh. I mean, you know, no, I would never. You know, we that. talked I don't about. Care. I don't care how many WrestleManias we do. We mm-hmm. could be, like you said, the top one hundred, the top fifty. It don't matter. It's still going to be Andre and Hogan number one. That's ultimately the wow. visual. Dwayne has bought the fuck. Hey, listen, the... Dwayne is like, bitch. Listen. The thing is, he's not wrong. That's the visual when you think WrestleMania. I That's think you of think yeah, of Hogan yeah. slamming on. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, there are so many great moments. I was was just that thinking, moment was that moment that that piece of time. So like one and two, they were like tests, right? When you look at the history of WrestleMania, they said, "Oh, we'll do this thing. It's called WrestleMania. We'll see it." And the first one or two, they had buy-in from the fans. But was not the third WrestleMania the first where they brought in where the non-fans, yeah. like were like outsiders went. Holy shit, what are these guys doing? And then they got this marquee event of those two guys. And may or may not, some of them thought, oh, that's the guy from Princess Bride. There's, there's and that guy's from Rocky Three. There's something and to be that said. that kind of drew them in. There's something to be said that it was the greatest draw ever because they drew 93,000 people to the right. Silver Dome. But just the match itself. I heard that was debatable, but that's neither here nor there. I was in it's Texas. At, I was in Texas at 32, which broke the record. And this year I'll probably break it, so. Well, I mean, you were there in a building that holds like four million people. Yeah, but I broke the record until, <laughs> Can I just until make one next little weekend. Point? Oh, go sure. ahead, Menders. 
why is it that none of the favorite matches ever include when they bring in celebrities? And yet this year we're stuck with so many celebrities being in WrestleMania matches. Well, they've always done celebrities at WrestleMania. They can't top they anything that's done before. Or that's two. They haven't done as many as they're doing this year. How many are they doing this year? Just two, right? Um, we got Knoxville. We got Logan Paul. Yeah, that I got those, that's the two I got. That's well, Knoxville, have, as far as Knoxville's there for fucking comedic relief. I mean, he's there to play a movie. He is just that's there. That's what go, they're all there for. I have a movie. No, no, no. <laughs> Logan Paul actually believes his bullshit, and I hope somebody knocks him the fuck out. I'll tell you I don't what. care where. I don't care if it's on the street or in a ring or in the WrestleMania or in Hollywood or just like, you know, fucking going to the bank and the bank teller says, fuck you, get out of here. I don't care. That guy's a cocky piece of shit. <laughs> they will all fail in comparison to last year. Bad Bunny's performance. Bad Bunny. I actually had another list I was working on for best celebrity performances, but I didn't get to that one. Bad Bunny has to be number. I mean, he's. I I, I agree with that. Top three. Top three. I will agree. I will agree. I won't agree. I'm going to agree to disagree. Turn your phone down. Well, Mindy. Tell your mom to stop calling. Who's your greatest celebrity then? Bad Bunny. I mean, that was awesome. So it's not just it's not just matches. It's. Overall, like appearance, like if uh, right on, right on. Bad Bunny's up there. He's my number two. Uh, right. I, I don't really have a favorite celebrity that's been there. I Dwayne's mean, cardiologist just, called. They want to tell me he has no heart. Snooky. To me, it's, it's not that's not what WrestleMania is about. It's about the wrestlers. So now it it's about. Me, it's, it's always about been business. about. It's always been about the spectacle. That's why you had Liberace and Muhammad Ali and Cindy Lauper at the Billy, first one. Uh... Dwayne is ashamed. Because his phone rang. <laughs> his cardiologist called. He has no heart. <laughs> what would you have at number? Or do you want to do? That's going to save you a lot it? on copays. I promise. I, I don't have him ranked. I had the ten. I don't have him in order yet. But I would have Bad Bunny up there. I'll just run him down. Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. Uh, we'll finish the show on an unofficial top ten. Unofficial. It's a bonus WrestleMania top ten. All right. So if I'm just going by what it says here. Uh, number 10, I got Butterbean from WrestleMania 15. Yep. Knocking and the also fuck from out a, a Nintendo game, right? Butterbean? Yeah. Yep. yep. Knocked out Bart Gunn in record time in the Brawl for All. Oh, see, Tyson's going to be so number one. <laughs> uh, all right, number nine, I got Motorhead from WrestleMania 17. Put his headphones on for him. <laughs> you have Motorhead or Lemmy? Motorhead. They played? The band played. Yeah. Okay. All right. Twice. All right. Oh, but, Limp Biscuits, number one. Uh, limp dog shit, really? No way. <laughs> All right, number eight, I got uh, yeah eight, I got Pete Rose. Oh, WrestleMania fourteen through sixteen. He you got can... I bet he didn't bet on it. I bet he did not bet on it. You bet. I bet he did not bet you on got it. Tombstone by Kane twice. What list are we doing? By the way, I missed it. Oh, you missed it. a list of people right. that you haven't heard of. Top I ten. Mean, I got top ten WrestleMania celebrity performances. Oh, okay. Number ten, I got Butterbean. Number nine, I got Motorhead. Number eight, I got Pete Rose. Number seven, I got Floyd Mayweather, WrestleMania 24. Oh, yeah, I remember that. When he fought Big Show. Yep. Pound for pound, the, 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 the best pound for pound fighter in the world, except everybody in wrestling is at least 100 pounds bigger than him. All right. Number six, William Perry, WrestleMania 2. The Fridge. The Fridge. The fridge. Number five, I've got Bob Euchre, WrestleMania 3. Yeah. And Just four. a bit outside. A big Big Euchre fan, so way outside. That I'm, guy's legend. Man. I'm waiting on number you one. You know what? I I literally this is a weird side story, but I literally go on Wikipedia like every other week or month. I'm not sure what the but to see he's still alive because mm-hmm. I'm like that guy was like older 
back when Major League came out. Yeah. Right. And I was like, that guy's legendary. His, his delivery is amazing. And he is still, still, still calling games for the Milwaukee Brewers yep. now. And I'm like, how the fuck are you still doing this? And he's still trying to get in the front row. No, yep. no, no. He's been in the front he row for years. 88 uh, years old. 88. I, must be on the, I must be in the front row. But All right. that guy is legend. All right. Number four, I got Mr. T. Oh, yeah. That should be number one, in my opinion. Nope. Clubber the boxing Lang. match really diminished his. Uh, I love I love Clubber Lang. I really do. But Tyson. Rocky did finally beat his ass. I got T for WrestleMania one. Tyson's number one. Number three. I'm getting all these. <laughs> number three, you got Lawrence Taylor, WrestleMania 11. Yep. LT, yeah, nice. Yeah, 56. Did a hell of a job yeah, with Bam Bam great, Bigelow. Great, great, great job. Great job. Couldn't have put him with anybody better either. Hell no. Nope. Bam, Bam Bam was the perfect guy. Perfect. All right. Number three, I put Bad Bunny number three. I, I'm okay with for that. For wrestling from last uh, year. Uh, yeah, right. I, I agree with that. Just, he did such a great job in that Performance alone, maybe not impact, performance. Performance, yeah. He really busted his ass and put it in the work. Nope. Might even been the best match of the night. Maybe. It's close. All right. Number two. Or is that number two? That might have been two. Okay. So I'm to number one. And number one is the baddest man on the planet. The Gwyth of all time, baby. I'm Mike Tyson. If I, if I'm number Mike Tyson, baby. You know. <laughs> uh, Mike Tyson, number one? Hell yeah. The biggest impact of all time, Dwayne. Yeah, Dwayne. The biggest <laughs> impact, okay? Dwayne. I Dwayne. Throw, I throwed up and I told Stone Cold Steve off and I was going to knock his ass out. But I wasn't. I was on his side. Listen here, asshole. I could see him being number two and Mr. T number one. I can see that. But Oh, that's right. The, so th- this you is the, know Mr. T from 85. 80s, you know Mike yeah. Tyson from 95. I understand the, now. The thing is, is T, Mr. T was huge at WrestleMania 1. Well, there was no bigger TV Ooh. star than Mr. T in no, 1985. But wrestling had never been bigger than when Austin 316 was going on. And then you mm-hmm. brought in... Yeah. The Mike biggest. Tyson, who was a fucking magnet for just attention. Mike Tyson was the most oh, yeah. recognizable athlete's name in, yeah. in the world. I can't believe Snooki didn't make this list. That's I can't. So. <laughs> Thank God she didn't. I didn't need the snail and Honestly, trail. she didn't even do a bad job in, when she had her match. But she was just, you know, just there. She didn't really do much. <laughs> All right. So, to, to get close to wrapping up the show, in two weeks we have who? Two weeks we've got Ninja Kamikaze Mac from GCW Ninja joining us. And... Anybody else? Uh, guest host? The, uh, guest host. I think we're doing Kyler next week. Or yeah, next Kyler, episode, right? Kyler's Kyler. in. Okay, all right. yeah, Kyler, Kyler is an Ninja Man like fan. And then two awesome. weeks from that show, yeah, we have... Two weeks after that, we have Gringo Loco on... And? Uh, nobody yet. I thought Keith Gibson was coming. No, Keith's nope. doing uh, Barry Horowitz. Oh, he's going down the road for a little further. Okay. All right. Yep. So. And then uh, May 3rd, we got Joe Galley from the NWA going to be joining us, the play-by-play man. And uh, Really? Yeah. That's cool. the one they got you? Where were you at earlier, Dwayne? Of all the names I've been dropping here, <laughs> Dwayne may have had too much of the, uh, and then uh, too much of the the, the, the American yeah. stuff, and we don't have and anybody so, for that one yet. I do for a guest host. I do have a one question I want to ask you guys. Shoot, um, no, we're not that way. <laughs> smart ass. <laughs> I, I I knew you were going to be a smart ass tonight. Anyway, it's my job. It's a given. Where would you rank the movie Royal? Um, not Royal. Ready to Rumble. Where would you rank that as far as? The best wrestling movies of all time. Stop, timeout, done. Hang on. Because you literally segued into something I'm going to offer up as producer Marco. Four weeks. Not next episode, the week after that. The episode after that. The because I want these guys to have a little time to think about it. Ferment the ideas. More, more homework. Uh, <laughs> yes, more homework. But this one will not involve so much creativity as a little more thinking and watching, okay? 
but not the next episode, but the episode after that. I want to know from each of you, and I'll, I'll do the same homework too, because I think I know some of the wrestling names. I want to know your top five movies starring a wrestler. They do not have to be movies about wrestling at all. Okay. Okay. But I want to know, and when I say starring a wrestler, I mean somebody that had a marquee name in wrestling. So like Bob, who one time got on the mat and got killed that day, doesn't count. Okay. We're, we're looking talking Hulk for Hogan, marquee names. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Johnson, we're talking Andre, all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Five movies rated from five, four, three, two, and one that you think epitomize the talent level of acting that wrestlers can provide because let's be honest. Okay. And I can't do that. I got to do guilty thing, pleasure. It doesn't matter. Okay. When they're doing the wrestling thing and they're, they're doing their, their, their stick, right? They're, they're, they're saying what they're saying. It is acting because I mean, they're selling you a story, right? To an extent. Yeah. But 90%, we remember her, the whole story about the morons. 90% of the time you're like, you know, we know this is a means to an end. This is, we're telling you this story. So you understand why we're doing this. But a lot of wrestlers have transitioned to this, the big screen or even the small screen, like uh, Netflix, right? The big show has one. The big show show. Where and the rock has you the uh, find, young rock. Uh, and he's got like 17,000 movies. Runs and he's got to tequila. So, but <laughs> they have successfully proven that they are uh, mobile enough in their, their selves that they can do those things. So, five. Your top five movies or TV shows. I'll expand TV shows because I admit that some guys haven't made I it to the movies. I think we can stick with movies. This is your mission think? if you choose you to accept it. You think? Narge, can you go movies only? I can do movies only. I do right. it right now. All right. Dwayne, I would ask you, but you won't be here in four weeks. But, but you can chime in. in. But all the chime in. Yeah. yeah. Everybody yeah. listening, chime in with your five, too. Yes. We want to hear your five, but... I'm really curious because I'm a fucking huge movie person. Meet me and there are some. There you go, Mr. Loggins. Listen to you. You're a little yeah. thicker, but you're still yeah, Mr. You, Loggins. You know who's in that? Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, you're missing Who? the one. Who? The dirty funker. Dirty that's funk. right. Yeah, he is in that. <laughs> the egg sucking hey, hey. dog. What that's about, that's that's a about, spoiler. Uh, that's about, on my list. What about Ox Baker? Isn't he in that? Or you... no? Uh, yeah, uh, no, he, not Ox. It's uh, Scott Norton. Scott Norton's in it. The guy who played Bane is in oh, it. Oh, uh, Jeep Swenson. Jeep oh, Swenson. Ox Baker, he was in um, Escape from New York. He was Man. in The Price is Jeep Right. Jeep Swenson is uh, Bo Hurley. Yeah. Right or no? That's who I thought was uh, no. Ox Baker. Bo Hurley's somebody else. Move on. Dwayne. Yeah, move on. So your homework, not Ox for the next episode, yes. but for the episode after that, because I want you to have time to assimilate, mm-hmm. think, maybe view a movie or ten. We come back. I want to hear your top five movies starring pro wrestlers. When I say starring, I don't mean, top oh, them. look, uh, held open cab door. That's not it. It's They have to be one of the five named people that matters. Inmate number three. Bo right. Her- Doesn't count. Bo Hurley, by the way, was okay. uh, Richard Lee Zumwalt Jr. So not uh, Jeep Swenson. Okay. Rick Zumwalt? Richard Zumwalt. Rick Zumwalt? Not Zumhoff. The Rick Zumwalt? All right, we're off the rails here. So All right. Wait, who, producer, turn Marco's microphone off. <laughs> All right. I would like to say, though, um, thank you guys for having me on. It's been a, a great time, and you guys are awesome. Dwayne, you are our number one fan, and we enjoyed having you. Even Dwayne, we give you. We give you a lot of shit, but it was fun. We care about the kids. We're all about charity. So I that, I'm glad you made this wish. That's why you're here. 
before we send off Dwayne, before we send Dwayne off, can we fucking kick Menders out? Yeah, what are you Mind- still doing? Oh, here? Come on, Menders. Thank you for talking with us. We love you, Menders. Don't let the door hit you. All right. With a good lord. Split you. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks, Menders. Bye. Bye bye. With that. All right. I think that's a good stopping point. We went a little longer than we planned to. I know we said no more my three wife hours. Said that yeah, my mom calling and she's like, "I thought you were going to be home by now." I said, "Well, that was the plan." <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is literally the first time on jumping the rail in history that somebody's mama called them home. That's Damn true. it, mom! I'm still on the podcast. <laughs> mom, <laughs> make sure uh, that meatloaf's uh, ready. And on that shameful note, uh, for Narge, I heard he was done. For Narge and Marco and Dwayne, this is Redman. We'll see. Uh, in two weeks, maybe in one week, we'll see. At R.I.P. Scott Hall. That's another one for the good guys. Thanks, guys. That was not-